Hello and welcome to the Men's Mental Health and Wellness Podcast. I am here with my cousin, Alex Nava. Hello. How are you doing today, sir? I'm beautiful. Thank You're God. always beautiful. Thank you, sir. Now, today we're talking about, would you like to bring it up? Well, really, in reality, I, I mentioned to, uh, to you, Nick, that um, to me, before we talk about anything and anybody else, it's, it's always great to talk about what you are. Uh, what people say look yourself in the mirror before you try to analyze anybody else yeah and um and we we tend to do that more than more than than enough and uh we need to switch that back a little and it will help us (coughs) more to know who you are how you handle yourself how you actually um learn about yourself as, as you growing up Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, we are not the same 20-year-old kid <laughs> or 30. In my case, 56 next week. So that, with that being said, i like to have that kind of conversation where you get to know one uh, uh, oneself more than uh, talk about anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we try to realize that we want to fix everybody else's problems, but you have your own problem and that one is not being fixed, and then this engine is not going to work really good. Yeah, you can't really, <laughs> you can't effectively help anybody else. It's like one of the analogies I always use is, <coughs> like in the in the plane when you go on a on a jet, go somewhere, whatever. When they're telling you about the O2 mask, always secure yours first, yeah. and then your yeah. child's. It's like, well, that makes sense to me because if you're not able to survive, how are you going to help your kids survive? So, yeah. it is something like you got to take care of yourself first before. You can take care of anybody else. Yeah. And so. if you don't do that, if that ever happens, hopefully it never happened to me, by the way, but if it ever does happen, you tend to go and look at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. <laughs> at that moment, it's a little too late. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that uh, point of view that we were saying, it's, uh, there was something came to my mind uh, when you asked me, you know, do you want to do this? And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's refreshing to our, my memory. Uh, to know that at one point, again, 40, 35 years old, I have different issues that nobody ever told me about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> and when I say issues, it means uh, uh, anger management uh, was not ever talked about. Um, control, um, work control and home control are two different ones because different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the most important one God, which it was the one that was around me without me knowing exactly what that meant, being around me. God is around me all the time, 24-7. It's around all of us, 24-7. So when my first miracle, which is Sarah Monica, was born, uh, things changed right away, and you know that. Yeah. Uh, We have kids now, and we understand that uh, at that moment, everything changes because they are your priority you want to be the best dad there is around them Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that their life grows hopefully in the best way they can because they are going to go through their same getting to know themselves yeah so my conversation on that is what i did looking myself in the mirror and know that uh uh, a man up to say i have a problem yeah. And, um, Have, having that accountability towards oneself. <coughs> so that that once you start learning those things and and accomplishing, because learning it is one thing, 
but doing something about it is 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 number one really mm -hmm. but always number one you have to have god around you you have to understand why he is around you why did he put me here in this world why did he put me around um, my beautiful wife isabel why did uh, she became the wife that she is today now mm -hmm. and uh and my kids the way they are today uh none of that would have happened if i did not got got right next to me in meaning in a meaningful way that every morning every night you can think thank you mm -hmm. thank you god for giving me this chance and then things come through uh, after 30s you know 35s and you start getting up there and uh, in reality it's a non-stop because you become part of this world that it just takes you in and it just spins you around and then, then flips you out and you go back home and then um, there comes uh, sometimes that anger comes out and how do you handle that mm. um, the other people are not here to tell you hey um, you're getting angry uh, you better settle down control yourself nobody tells you those things so that keeps growing and growing and that becomes a big problem in their lives too mm. that means everything that I was doing I didn't know that it was making them change things to the point where I was in control of things that they knew that if I was coming anger, angry about something that I might have brought it from outside of the, the house this thing became more like a very good example is I was watching TV all the time only sports uh, if I wanted to go see a movie it was my kind of movie only mm -hmm. uh, if I wanted to say something it was almost like nobody wanted to answer what I was saying or have a conversation because at those ang uh, angry moments they just don't know what's going to make you click in a bad way yeah and thank God there was no physical anger it was more vocal um uh, the voice that comes out makes everybody go like hmm wait a minute what what did I do <coughs> or what did we say mm -hmm. did we said something that you know to to to, to, uh, to, to set 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 them off or set them yeah. off um, all of those things so I just never gonna forget the beginning of all that because that was that was uh, thank you to a, counsel a counselor that I had also to to tell me that there's a lot of things in our world that God put us here for mm -hmm. but we have to understand and that's me by the way to not having to have control of everything you can't yeah that's something that I'm still trying to learn because uh, I know there's definitely a lot of times when I have my moments of well, I gotta get this and I gotta get and like wanting to like okay we need to do this or everybody needs to do this or be this way and it's like it, i can't do that that's not it's out of my control i have to learn how to let it go yeah. uh and that's one of my that is one of my bigger issues that i'm still working on as far as like realizing like okay i'm trying to control certain people or situations i need to stop yeah and just whatever happens happens and god has it's it's in god's hands um like with the situation I'm in now, there's a lot of things there. It's like, you know, I want my baby girl, I'm not getting her like I should. But at the same time, it's you know, I just it's it's in God's hands. And as much there've been plenty of times, especially you know, when I'm on my route, 
Yep. That I just sit there and think like, man, I want to go home to my baby girl. Like, this is stupid. It's just stupid that I, it has to be this way. It's wrong, and, you know, it, it just, it, it starts going, I go through my value system. It's like, it, this, this is just disrupting my entire value system. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to learn that, you know, it's not me that's disrupting it. It's somebody else that, you know, I have no control over, and I have to just, you know, let it, let it go. And uh, trying to trying to do that is you know I've been learning how to do it and just like all right you know it's in it's in God's hands yeah and I know like one thing I always <coughs> one thing I always tell uh, my mom every time it happens is whenever I try to take back control from God and try to do my own thing I can <laughs> I, I, I feel God in the background just like all right blows up on your face <laughs> yeah. hey I'm right here yep I feel God just like all right you you haven't learned your lesson yet all right and then me finding out that it doesn't work out that way and then I, I can feel God just like I can hear him saying to me yeah. oh, how did that work out for you you know I give you an example of what you're saying right there Mm-hmm. And and this this is the way it works. And and what did I tell you many times before? There are signs around us yeah. that you need to slow down. L- l- you know, kind of like get attention of what's happening what in front of you. And there may be a sign right there for you that's telling you, God is talking to you, telling you that this is something you can't control. Yeah. Okay. Let it let it fly. It doesn't mean let it fly. Never never you're never going to see it again. He's going to take care of everything. No. Is just he's got a plan for that again. Yeah. So when you realize, and I give you that example, I walked out of my house upset about a certain situation in the kitchen, and then the kitchen became vocal, and the vocal became my vocal only, and that's when I, when you see somebody almost starting to cry, I know already that oh oh, here it is again. I'm sorry, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I step out of the house. I walked maybe a mile or two. And that walk that I did, I start saying, why, why, why is this happening? In some, in some, <laughs> so many cases, you start saying, why God? Why is this happening to oh, me? Oh, yeah. Okay. God, why is, why is, you know, she's not understanding or they are not understanding or uh, work is, is so hard that it's, they're not comprehending what I'm my focus is on uh, you know those anger moments like that it gives me every time I walked away I walked away well, hello that was a sign right there mm. I walked away that means God got a hold of that part and just start telling me this exactly exactly keep walking that's what mm-hmm. you do and then when you come back home don't try to fix everything right there and then. It's going to take time for your body, your brain to, to you know, gather. Mm-hmm. And, and the thoughts are going to start coming right. And in, in, the mo- in the right moment, you're going to come and apologize for what just happened. And don't try to fix it again. Yeah. Say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to... No, no. We'll talk about this later. And you can write it down of what you want to do about what just happened. Or you can just... Uh, um, you know, let's let's sit down and have a plan about this. In a conversation like we're having today, it has to go one, and usually the other person. Please tell me how you feel and what 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 do you feel about what I did? Yeah, it, it has to be a, a space between both. It it has to be recipro- reciprocal. Yes. 
I was about to choke on that word so bad. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it has to be reciprocal, and it has to be a, a good space between all parties involved, or just the two, or whatever. Yeah. Well, even with yourself, you have to. Something I'm also trying to learn for myself is to give myself a little bit of grace to know that I'm I'm human. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And uh, granted, I've never thought I was perfect. I mean, I have maybe my little moments when I'm having an awesome day at work and like man i just did all that i'm awesome but i think that's a little bit of ego is healthy but not full-blown narcissism (laughs) well what i was telling you remember that that time that you and i have a conversation then things are going downhill for you (laughs) and then and my my real feeling was hold on hold on just you know and and it's hard for you to hear that voice uh, on the other side say hold on don't do anything stay down and Mm -hmm. and you know or walk away and things like that it's not that easy no, it's it not. It's a practice. It takes time to practice that. Um, and I'm still, I'm telling you right now, I'm still with some um, moments that, you know, I need to realize it before, not when it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, if I get to my apartment right now, knowing what just happened over there, and, and all I'm going to do is, you know, wrap myself into a problem, get out. And I mentioned about working out. I play basketball. I uh, I can hit the the bag right there with my you know my gloves. You know, uh, I swim. I love swimming. So uh, something that makes you exercise, sweat. Uh, uh, your brain gets into some other focus instead of the yeah. uh, the one that you were just in. And like what has helped me with you know all my like is obviously my heart attack, and then getting back into just being you know getting back into being fit again. And watching what I eat, I've oh, noticed yeah. that watching what I eat yes. has helped me tremendously. And like it, I do feel my body feels much better. What I notice is like I'm not actually sleeping as much as I used to, but I have more energy than what I used to as well, which is like crazy to me. But uh, I also notice that whatever anger things I might have going on, yeah, I've gotten all of that energy out by doing my runs which i i hate running i hate running with passion <laughs> not it. everybody is a runner i not hate it. everybody is a swimmer you have <laughs> yours yeah but there will be which one is yours so i love swimming but i i don't i don't go to the pool i'm weird <laughs> i just all i do is i like i'm in i'm in my apartment like i'm feeling this way but i still need to go get some exercise done so what i'll do is i'll just put on my shoes like oh, whatever i'm gonna go for a run there's a lot of hills where I live, so <laughs> I yeah. get to run uphill. Well, I hate it, but if I you do have it. a swimming pool, I'm telling you right now, that will be the best. And and this is me, not you. Mm-hmm. But that to me is the best because you use every muscle in your in your body while you're swimming. Uh, your uh, your brain is completely focused on what you're doing while you're in the water. Uh, it's not. It just connects to what you're doing. Your brain connects yeah. once you get in the water because you're in an area where you're. You're floating. You're you're doing something that is is not in your vehicle driving. It's, it's you're floating. You relax and and basically you take time to work on the muscles that you have and you start focusing on uh, my you know shoulders and then you can do abdominals if you want you know in the water you can do all these other things. But at the end of it, this is what I'm t- talking about. At the end of it, um, God gave me that tool that I didn't recognize before, mm-hmm. and I use it over and over even in the cold uh, weather if i don't find a, a swimming pool or anything now i have a bike i take my bike around the block a few times luckily i have mingo our <laughs> dalmatian <laughs> and he will take me to places that 
just to see him going crazy it makes <laughs> me feel good you come back and you little sweaty tired uh, uh dirty and dog uh, is ready to go to bed <laughs> hopefully hopefully but if it's not if it's not at least what you did again is is, is utilizing that tool that god gave you mm-hmm. that you you're going to recognize it and you're going to start using that more and more and eventually you're going to teach that to your kid. in school sarah monica nina alex jr my kids in school you come back and i see you with that angry face that the class didn't go well you got a d or you got a 78 75 in school or whatever just get out don't come over and and, and close yourself in, in some place there's a basketball outside mm-hmm. go and throw the ball down and and kick the ball if you want to play soccer whatever you need to do something but you have tools to do this and i'm just teaching you how to do them while they were kids of course mm-hmm. but now it's in their court yeah the balls on the court in their court right and yep. guess, guess what they do when i'm here when i see this happening and I just look up and I say, thank you, God. <laughs> yes. And that's like, for me, when it comes to like tools and stuff like that, I, like for me, I would barricade myself in my apartment and not come out for like a month. I mean, I'd go to work, but I'd come home and just like, I'm, I'm, I'm standing here. I'm basically in, I'm in my, uh, my isolation chamber. And I realized like, it is good for me for, for my own personality type as an INFP. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to have those moments of like I need to recharge, and that is how I recharge by being alone. Yeah. But the isolation part is not what is not good. The just being alone, alone in the apartment by myself, and not ever going out and socializing. You know so the other the other part that uh, I was telling you. There's a few tools that I found on myself and mm-hmm. and uh, criticizing myself that I was not good enough. Uh, not good enough. It was not uh, persistent or consistent. Mm-hmm. in doing this in knowing they make me feel good it was um again going to church and when you meet uh my brothers and and sisters uh, of god that they are knowledgeable about what all of us are going through and they just say one 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 time and everybody wants to jump on we'll pray for you we'll pray for you mm-hmm. and you have no idea because we don't see them do that but when you say it out loud and we hear you and we all jump as a group group prayer is one of the most tremendous things that you can see later (laughs) that god just threw that for you so Mm. you can get better um it doesn't work out all the time because again god has a plan for you different than mine yeah and and it's not going to work the way it worked out for me but what i told you is that if number one thing that you need to rely on and let the signs be ar- around you you see them acknowledge them and notice that okay there it is yep so and, and i remember when he told me about like you know look for the signs and man i got a lot of signs eventually i got a hell of a lot of signs you, ha- you have the time too <laughs> you had the time <coughs> you mean you were not rolling outside you were not uh, working and you you know it was a little bit of the pandemic uh, time and all of that but it gives you the time mm-hmm. to uh, like okay what did you see? Give me, give so, me, give me some. <laughs> so, like one of the bigger signs, and this, and what's funny is because it also goes down to like, because you know, with dad, like being Native American and like all the Indian culture and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Uh, I kept seeing a bunch of cardinals, a bunch of cardinals, all the time, and they're always like flying right in front of my rig, or if I was out for a run, and they were like the normal cardinals, like you know, like 
I don't, I mean, caramels aren't very normal. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, the fiery, bright red. Yeah. And it's just like, dang. Like, What's okay. And it, and it always happened when I was thinking about a certain situation. Like, is this the right path I need to go down? I'd be talking to God in my rig or, yeah. you know, just, you know, out on a run, which I hated. I still hate it. I hate running. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's but, uh. See, I'd be out, and I'd be and like, when I run, that's that's my me and God right there. You you'll be you're gonna be saying that right now, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if it will happen or not. But maybe in about 25 years from today, you may be a runner. You may be a marathon runner. I, I yeah, highly you, doubt it. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm just I'm just I'm just putting it out there. And your podcast right here, I said it. Shoot. I think it was, you know things happen for a reason. True. Okay, so yeah. I, who knows? But uh, yeah, I would see a lot of cardinals when I was thinking about, and it always happened when I was thinking about a certain situation. Like, God, am I on the right? Like with this whole podcast thing, which was really a spur of the moment. Like, I'm gonna do this, which is not me to just spontaneous like, okay, we go about, get all this stuff and there we'll, you go. And what was crazy is I did that, and I after buying all the stuff, I'm like, did I really just do all that? That just and like told all my friends and put it up on Facebook. Like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, like that's not. I would typically try to talk myself out of doing this, and then I ended up just doing it without thinking about it, yeah. which was pretty cool because, number one, that's not exactly like me, but... Well, I, I want to make sure that you know that um, I really want this to go all the way, to, as far as you want to, of course. But, but <coughs> the moment that you told me you were starting to do this, uh, the first thing I did is, thank you, God. Yeah. You just, you just gave him a tool to express himself to know how to communicate to other people and the most important part like all of us have these kind of uh, issues that we run into sometimes we have a chance to talk about it and may be able to help someone else yeah and i think for me that was the biggest thing was i'm going to like i want this to at least if i help one person like completely come out of the gutter this whole venture is a success to me uh, but I've, I've gotten some messages already from some people like, like on my Instagram, the men's mental health and wellness Instagram page, you know, like, you know, a, a meme I would put up that would be like, and that just put a lot of stuff into perspective or, you know, Hey, thank you for sharing stuff like this. Don't ever stop. And I remember just telling these people like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to quit. Like this is, again, this is one of those things where after I bought all this stuff and made all that announcement, beautiful equipment, by the way, thank you. It was a wanted to make sure everything looked good because eventually I am going to get a camera for this and put stuff on YouTube. But well, you don't know what I just did. I have no idea what you just I did. I just asked somebody to come over and videotape this <laughs> so you can see <laughs> my cousin and me talking about things that I was hoping one day that it will be any time, Nick, you have a moment mm-hmm. that you need to come over and sit down. I told you many times. Yeah. We have a patio. We have a living room. We have bathrooms. We have <laughs> everything here. <laughs> we have drinks. Whatever you need to, s- to sit down and have a proper conversation that a lot of people don't don't have this. I know, and that's what I'm learning now. Uh, after my four years of being with somebody and not really having positive energy conversations, uh, there goes I'm, that's I'm another one. That's right. I'm, I'm learning now. Like, man, I miss this. Yeah, I really do. Be, but sur- uh, be surrounded around those people. Yeah. Yes. And that's where, again, with all this, like the signs came in. Like, am I going on the right path with this? It's all those cardinals. Yes fiery red carnal not just the basic red they were like vibrantly red carnals yes. when I was, I was on a run i was like am i doing the right thing god like is this is this what you want me to do and 
almost instantly, which it takes a little bit of time. God works on his time. Yeah. His time is always perfect. Ours, not so much. But if it's supposed to happen, it will happen in God's time, not ours. That's another thing I got to keep learning about. It's yeah. Nobody said life was going to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everything that he puts us is for a reason. You got to go through it. You got to go through battles before you get out of the battle mm-hmm. and then come out here and express and do things that you learn in those bot- battles. Yeah. So once you do that and once you start uh, doing this kind of conversation, you, you, I want to say your ideas for all of us that want to hear them mm-hmm. because you want to have ideas for somebody to listen to and if they want to follow them and do what you are done great if they don't they're going to find their old path yeah but in the meantime you are learning this for who we talked about our own kids mm-hmm. they eventually if they ever go into any kind of things they're going to see look this is what my dad did during the time that he had to go through all these things. And oh my God, do I, am I proud of my dad? Yeah. Amen. So, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> and this is not it. I got more to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, though. Kind of left me a little bit speechless there. Well, I'm just telling you, it's, 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 it's the truth because I've seen it already. I see the other side. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy it. But it's not stop. It's not going to stop. There's more things to come. You know, Isabel had to go through some things uh, not too long ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm sure Santa Monica and Nina, they're going to eventually grow up uh, to be moms. And, and if they have kids, um, you know, I'll be happy to do anything for them, for their kids. And, but not always physically. Mm-hmm. It has to be the vocal voice there. Mm-hmm. You have to be also, you're going to be a grandfather eventually. And when that day happens, you're going to be a very proud grandfather to say, okay, come here. <laughs> Let me tell you <laughs> some things. And, uh, and you can sit him down right here like you're doing with me. And okay. you, I'm, I'm almost sure that he had something to sing or, or, or dance about. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> it can get, go we're getting, getting back into singing. I will yeah. say that. Um, did sing at a wedding a couple weeks ago. Oh. Or a week ago. Uh, okay, I was, was kind of me away now. I was uh, <laughs> I was I was goaded into doing it. Okay, wait a minute. See, <laughs> now you're blowing me away. Now, I I haven't. How, how come I was not there? Well, I mean, I wasn't actually. So here, okay, weird story. I wasn't gonna go to yeah. this wedding. Yeah. Uh, I, the last wedding was I was at was my own, and okay, that just went completely sideways. So yeah, I was like, Hannah, I want to go to this wedding, and I asked a friend of mine to come with me, and she was like, Hell yeah, I'll go. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to this wedding. <laughs> And then I told I told the people because it was a coworker of mine. Mm-hmm. His daughter was getting married, and said, "Yeah, I'll be there." And blah blah blah. Yeah. And then the sad part is, you know, the person who's going to go with me wasn't able to go. And, uh, her babysitter got COVID. So I'm like, "Oh man, I, I understand. You know, you take care of your son. Yeah. No big deal. Like it, it's nothing. Like it wasn't anybody's fault. It just it's life. Right. Stuff happens. But in my head, I was also like, "Damn, I already told everybody I was going to go to this freaking wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go." So, but I, I went, talked to my coworkers there and whatnot, and... What were you wearing? I was wearing... Oh, God. Uh, I was overdressed, number one. <laughs> uh, this is a jeans, boots, and, like, cowboy hat type of did wedding. You, did you read the invitation? They didn't say anything on the invitation about We that. never read the invitations. Oh, we just tell me where it is, and I go. Yeah. That's pretty much how I went. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, I, I had a charcoal gray suit. The tailor messed up my white shirt, so I had to run out 
the, like two hours before and go get a the tater what do you mean oh the cleaners no the tailor oh. my tailor uh messed up my white shirt okay uh i mean accidents happen no okay. big deal yeah. They're going to replace it mm-hmm. anyway. So muscles were coming out of your shirt or something? I, I don't think it was the muscle. I think it was just more of a, <laughs> they brought it in a little bit too tight. I got really broad shoulders, so I'm a difficult person to, I got, a, I got apparently, according to mom, I have Papa's V. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Like, if, I don't know if, uh, if you remember seeing pictures of Papa, like, where if you look at him from behind, his shoulders are so broad, then it just came down to that V yeah. in his back. Yes. And apparently I got the same thing, and that's why it's a pain <laughs> for me to shop for clothes because well, nothing will ever fit. I hate to tell you all the things that I know about your dad too. I was in the business and yeah. in business, and the first time I found out his shoulder was one lower than the other, <laughs> and the tailor had to go and fix the the sleeves, and he kept saying, "Well, why are you fixing just one sleeve?" He's like, "Because you one of your shoulders is actually dropped, and the other one is just <laughs> learning something about my dad." There you go. <laughs> It happens to a lot of people, actually. But uh, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. What happened at the wedding? How did you feel when you walk in? Uh, I was like, I feel out of place because I'm in a charcoal gray suit with a black. I had I I found a shirt that barely fit, or that fit you know well enough. Yeah. But it, the only color they had was black. But you more worried about what you were wearing. Well, as soon as I walked in, that's what I was like. Holy shit! I'm way too overdressed for this. <laughs> Like, um, all right, well, we're just going to, if I'm going to suck, I'm going to suck with confidence. So yeah, yeah. walked on in and saw the table with all my, uh, all the other oh. drivers and stuff like that. We just okay. started talking and then it kind of, not kind of rolled on. Uh, I kept talking to all the drivers going from, you know, coworker, coworker, chit-chatting, having conversation, talking about this. Yeah. Uh, eventually they're going to be on here as well and talk about camaraderie in the workplace. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that show is going to go sideways in like 0.2 seconds. Why? Uh, because drivers always go sideways in 0.2 okay. seconds. <laughs> we'll be on one story, then and then two seconds later, we're on a completely different story. We've exited the highway, and now we're on a county road. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that, that I was. I want to have to ask you these questions because, on my thoughts, mm-hmm. I thought you you concerning will be when you walk in there. Is people what is people going to think about me? No, it really wasn't that. It was just more of a, I'm way too overdressed. Okay. But as a, like a yeah, that didn't even come to my head, to be honest. There is, there's this what I was telling you much, much earlier. You remember that conversation? I told you that you did not feel like you wanted to get out somewhere. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't time. It wasn't time. It was time for everything to settle into your stomach, right? Mm-hmm. Where you eat, where you actually work out, when you do things. It takes that time. Now you're actually exploring the outside. And you, when you're exploring the outside, means when you walk into places, a lot of times I did this. If people were, you know, if I did something like that, when I walk back in there, I, everybody's going to stay just quiet and just look at me and like, oh, God, the guy, I hope he doesn't get mad or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm speaking about me. In your case, you know, it could have been, uh, we remember we were talking about Facebook, putting a lot of things out there and everything. That's, that to me was never really the, the way of having a conversation with somebody, Facebook. Yeah. It's more of a, to me, it's just uh, connecting with people I haven't seen forever. Uh, uh, see how their family's looking like and uh, how they're old, as old as I am too, you know, and things like that. But when we meet the next time, mm-hmm. and we, we had, by the way, and when we did that, and one, of course, you know very well is your cousin, Wally. Oh, uh, Wally. He would be fun. We need to get Wally, you. Well, I can get him right now. 
All I had to do is put the speaker <laughs> right here and FaceTime him. And he goes, what are you guys doing? What? You, you want to do your Wally voice? <laughs> what? You want me to do it? He, okay, so whoever listens to this, yes. my cousin Wally, <laughs> Alex's brother, yes. sounds almost exactly like Sylvester Stallone. Yes. So I could probably lie to everybody and be like, I got Sylvester Stallone over here on the show. What's going on, buddy? Junior's here. <laughs> Podcast for Alex Nava Jr. Huh? I thought you were just watching TV. No, no, man, not right now. <laughs> All right, you got it. But uh, uh, tell, tell mommy, video, just a little bit of us. Well, you can do it right there. Anyway, just a, a little video, so uh, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I hope this is going to happen more often than anything. But I want everybody to understand that this is for real, and this is a a, a great story that uh, that we have coming because of Nicholas' uh, uh, life and uh, how he's uh, uh, being uh, productive in life. And his goals are just going to continue getting, being reached um, with God in him. So thank so you for doing this, by the way. I really, mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. And, and, and I'm not saying goodbye yet because I got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot. We got a lot. We got a long conversation. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this is going to go off and we're going to continue talking anyway. So yeah, sorry, by the way, everybody, because my son just showed up here. You want to uh, say something to the people? Just Alex, I got another microphone. We can set you up here, too. <laughs> just right here. This is, Marco, this is my, my son, Alejandro Nava. Alex, what do you have to say to Nick? Hello. It's been a long time since I've seen you. <laughs> it, it surprising. Yeah, it's surprising. Just walk in my garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you were watching TV. No, no no football games today. Tomorrow, though. You know, see if the Jaguars... Wait, Jaguars do play tomorrow, right? Yeah, Trevor. And Trevor I'm, not, I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence. Why not? I think he's going to be a bust. I'm, I'm still a hardcore Gardner Minshew fan. By the way, my cousin Alex here is an Eagles fan, so you're welcome for uh, Gardner Minshew, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he's a bust, man. I don't know. I No, I think he's going to be like Joe Burrow where he's decent. He's not a bust, but he's not great. Yeah, I mean, might, might as well just stuck with uh, Gardner Minshew and just beefed up the O-line like I had been saying for years. But what do I know? Yeah. I'm just a truck driver and part-time podcaster. Meanwhile, in the Baltimore Ravens, everybody's getting oh injured. Oh, God, here we go. Everybody's <laughs> getting injured by the week. Every every week, the new injury, J.K. Dobbins is gone. Justice Hill is gone. Gus Edwards you're, is gone. You're not, you're not having a good You're not having a good season I'm already, not, I'm bud. not excited <laughs> for the season. Welcome to, so what you're feeling right now is what it feels like to be a Jaguars fan. I've already felt this. 2015. That wasn't a great year either. Was it been uh, twenty years for the Jaguars? Just not. Uh, we had those couple times where we almost made it, and then we should have been in the Super Bowl when we played the. What was that? That was back in 2017, 2018, I think. Oh yeah, when you yeah. Yeah, they lost to the Patriots because of the refs. Yeah. Good old good old refs on the payroll. This 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 thing is not. <laughs> gonna be monetized at all whatsoever. This is for your uh, for your breath. You need to have that last. Oh, one. for my breath. Yeah. You're trying to say that my breath is bad. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, go ahead. It's just for this. Good for your breath. Grand old par. Is that what it is? Yes. All right. Oh, I love scotch. All the way. It's only lift. A little bit. That is actually really good. Uh, yeah, my dad brought it. 
That is really, really good. Well, Alex has something to say. He says he's doing something. Eventually, he's going to be talking. He's going to be talking to a realtor here. Are you going to become a realtor? Oh yeah. Realtor, realtor. How do you pronounce that properly? It's like caramel and caramel. It can be pronounced in different ways. Alrighty. Pecan, pecan. Depending on what part of Texas you're in or what part of the country you're in. If, but yeah, it's awesome. So you got goals all figured out, and you got your pathway figured out, and how you're going to get there. Yep. Good deal figured out what I want to be. It's just the how to get there is I'm still figuring it out, but at least I know what I want to be. Well, that's good. You got plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got plenty of time, brother. You'd be all right. Oh, that's crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so professional. I don't know about professional, but <laughs> thank like, you. I appreciate it. Good yeah. setup. He is professional, and he's been uh, uh, doing everything the way it is. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if somebody liked it, but you can go and unlock it. Videotape somebody. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, sorry about all that, man. Oh, you're good. Good little break. Intermission. Yes, actually. Halftime. First quarter. <laughs> I was going dry in my mouth, so. But we were talking about the voice of, uh, of, uh, of a uh, senior chief petty officer, uh, Wally Nava. Wally Nava. Yes. So Who sounds uh, exactly like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Which I, I love to prank some of my buddies like, hey, I'm on the phone with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Like, hey, Wally, just, just bullshit this guy. And he, yeah. goes, <laughs> he yeah. gets on the phone. He's like, and I see my friend's face like, holy shit. What are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, isn't it too late already? You got to go sleep. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's... Yeah, I'm gonna make sure he gets this episode. No. Well, you gotta <laughs> send it to him because he needs to understand that his voice is—I uh, uh, um, will call it. <coughs> what do you call it? Like an icon, icon voice. That it's a very iconic voice. Yes, yes. Nobody can really duplicate it. And I'm trying well. my best, but when him and I are having a conversation in the in, a, in, the, in the garage, maybe mm-hmm. after five hours of uh, good beers, oh my God, this voice gets a little higher, and the really? tone gets a little darker. And they, oh yeah, and then you're talking about and her head and this, <laughs> you know, and it's no longer. By the way, today is no longer about sports. It's a, it's a lot of conversations like you and I were just having to begin. No. It's about what's going on in life, about family, about the kids, about all of that. How to help each other. Um, sometimes uh, people have a different style of life in South Carolina, for example. There's different things that they do that we don't do at all over here. Yeah. And the, the people from over there that I met, beautiful, great people, families, kids, everybody, they're looking at me different. <laughs> and, of course, they're, they're, they're going hunting for, for all different wildlife. And here, well, a lot of fishing. And, and deer, deer. <laughs> and that's it <laughs> pretty and, much but they want to do so many things they oh i want to come visit you we can go do you know go do some shooting and things like that and you're not going to find too much over here of what you do over there don't yeah. be don't be surprised but you got pl- plenty of deer if you want to go for many places plenty of, plenty of whitetail and yes. some axis and yes. uh a lot of rabbits would well, you have a lot of friends that they do that right yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I haven't been hunting in a while though which is kind of sad because I used to love hunting because I'm a I love going into nature. Mm-hmm. I love camping. Haven't been camping in about a year. Uh, gonna eventually go. Yeah. Just I need it to cool down because it's here in San Antonio, Texas. It's like a thousand degrees. It's starting to cool down a little bit. We're down to like what ninety five today. Yeah. And it no, feels like it feels like it's fall. 80, it's eighty four right now. Oh, it's eighty four. Yeah, it's eighty four when you just showed up. 
that's why I told you let's let's stay oh, right damn. here in the garage. I'm, you know, usually it's 95 and we can't stay in the garage at all. Yeah. We would have been inside. Shoot, it feels a little bit hotter than. Uh, maybe the humidity's up a little yeah. bit more today, but and that's why I put that fan over. But <laughs> it's good, man. Um, conversation <laughs> about Wally. Um, again, he is uh, one of my uh, mentors in life. Um, he he overcame things before I even thought things were coming. Uh, when these things happen, you we again we live in the fast life, bigger city than 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 uh, and of course uh, Wally's been here. He was he's born in San Antonio, yeah. But he's never been in San Antonio of 2020-21, or uh, pandemic, uh, where things are totally different to where they are in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so the conversations we were having and everything, and he kept telling me how praising me. And I appreciate him for that. But telling me all these things about what I accomplished and done and everything, not knowing that you do you understand that when I was seventeen and, and, and you were eighteen and you left to go to the navy and um, you did all these things in the navy, uh, you can never tell me because you have to shoot me. <laughs> you can never tell me where you're going because you have to shoot me if I, if you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to be just wondering, but all we knew is that we knew you were going to be good because you—he was very intense and 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 uh, when you talk about being uh, committed, yeah, that's him. Yeah, like yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, and, and you not question anything about did he or did not. No, he's done. Yeah. So, bottom line, I just told him you know like, thank you and shut up. Just let me tell you, thank you <laughs> as a brother to you for who you were. Just putting my power in my heart and letting me grow the way I wanted to. But even though I knew that I had to count on you because I always had him there. I don't care what time it was. I can call him. Well, of course, not 3 o'clock in the morning. But <laughs> he had to wake up at 4.30. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the same thing, same thing I've had with Wally over recently, too. Like, I've been able to, he's even told me, like, hey call me and it, it is super deep voice that he has yeah hey call me you know I, can, yeah. I cannot do his voice at all i'm not gonna even try <laughs> but uh hey you think our voices are deep deep no no <laughs> wally's is good lord <laughs> no <laughs> if i get him on here i'm gonna have to really adjust the <laughs> the equalizer. <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna go ahead and take a little bit of that bass out your voice mm. there wally <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna blow yeah, somebody yeah, subwoofer yeah, put the speaker a little bit away but they yeah, we, we could probably have the damn microphone on the other side of the yeah. thing, and it'll still be peaking on the on the on the deal there. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> his laugh! He's, <laughs> la- he's got that laugh too. The laugh that he has, uh, uh, and, and a lot of people, like I said, when I was visiting him, uh, they were just saying, like, golly, the the laughing, the 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 our hands, uh, you know, ma- yeah. mannerism, yeah. you know, everything that you, the way you guys walk is like, how can you not be? <laughs> His <laughs> brother, you know. So, again, um, very happy to have somebody of, of uh, his statue. Uh, Pepo, of course, your mom and dad, um, everybody in the family. So, that's another one. Yeah, and that's okay. all I was just getting to get into Go that. Is like, I, I know I am super blessed. Go ahead. I'll let you say that. To have the family that I have. And I've, I've always known that, but this year it has shown up tenfold. And the friends that I have. Like, I mean, granted, a few have dropped off, but those few that have dropped off, I realize they were never really there to begin with anyway. 
excuse me yeah, we're here we're here for the long run anyway and, and, and if some people don't <coughs> don't drop because they want to drop uh, again everybody has a different different lifestyle yeah you know and 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 they they may not be able to maneuver in mm-hmm. your lifestyle today True. and that's like again super blessed especially this year realizing the type of family that i have and just like damn I, a lot of people don't have this yeah and that that's actually kind of sad like I, that makes me feel bad for people not bad like it just it's like it sucks I, I want them to experience what it is to have this kind of a family yes uh and these types of friends and i know for me looking at everything the connecting those dots you know looking backwards you know with with god's plan and the friends that i have in the social circle that i have you know now granted it's it's a small one but it's tight yeah it is tight and the family and we've always and again looking back it's like man we've always been there for each other yeah. like it, it never even had to be a question like eh, is this person in? like no it, it was it wasn't taught yeah. it wasn't taught to do it's 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 in, it's in yeah. you and number one because of who god that's it that's it we mm-hmm. follow it from way years before and we're not going anywhere but without him and that's you know that's something that like i know like a lot of people who will listen to this you know unfortunately don't have this type of family you know i am very blessed and i do thank god every day mm-hmm for the family that I have but uh I know one thing that I can say is you know when you you know with the whatever social circle you have it's something you got to kind of analyze and I'm learning that now mm-hmm. is analyze the people that you're around right because if they're not you know if their energies don't match up with yours yes you're never going to elevate you're never going to go anywhere that you want to actually go that's you're not going to reach your potential whatsoever you said it perfectly. And that's where, you know, I'm, again, I'm blessed that I have what I have. And I thank God for that. And I wish, I hope that people can listen to this and learn like, hey, let me see my social circle. Let me try to make different friends. If they're in a social circle, if they don't have family like ours, <coughs> excuse me, um, try to pick out the family. And like friends are the family that you pick for yourself. Yeah. And... You know, for those people who don't have family, to know that they can go make friends and have that be their family as well. Uh, but it does take a lot of weeding out. It is a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and, and remember, there's a lot of, like you mentioned, a lot of people don't have families that they, they can rely on all the time. Mm-hmm. Different lifestyles again. Got uh, uh, have a different plan for them. Uh, but there's so many of those people, uh, including soldiers that come from, uh, you know, come back from from war. And they don't exactly can communicate again with their family, but they have their family. Yeah. They have their group. They have their brothers and sisters exactly. in arms. Exactly. They have, uh, uh, again, <coughs> God. Uh, they can go to church and they can speak directly. Don't ever be afraid to go directly to the pastor, mm-hmm. to, the, to the priest and, and, the, and the church, and just say, can I have a conversation with you? You know, uh, uh, just I got, I got to ask you a couple questions in, in, in what where mm-hmm. I go from here. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about you, what you did? Because, <coughs> excuse me, I found that um, it was very uh, captivating that <laughs> what you told me was you got there and you went. Well, tell me about it. Oh, when I went back to church? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I sat up in the rafters. Oh, uh, so went back to church sat up like when i first walked in 
they already knew I was a new person. And it's 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 a big church. And just for them to be able to pick up, like, you've never been here before. I'm like, damn, all right. So we're already starting this. And they gave me, like, this whole welcome package and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. Um... I sat up in the rafters where I feel like, okay, nobody will see me up here, no big deal. Well, what's funny is, I was probably the most exposed up in those rafters. And hearing what the pastor was saying the entire time, you, I, can't, I can't even... You saw yourself from the bottom? Hmm? You saw yourself from the bottom? Yeah. Like, uh, you could... It was easy to see me. I, it was easy to spot, and I could, you know, the pastor could... The pastor saw me up there. And I, because I talked to the pastor at the end of it and just saying like, hey, you know, my first time here. He goes, yeah, I saw you up there. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what did you come down to the front, the front part? Uh, oh, well, well, yeah, at, at the end of it, you know, I went down there and went to go talk. That, this is the first time back or first time over there. There you go. Uh, talked to the pastor. He's like, yeah, I saw you up there and, you know, welcome here. You know, just, you know, come back again. And kind of, I gave him a little bit of what was going on. He's like, you know what? I want you to go and talk to this person up front. Uh, and they had counseling there, uh, grief counseling and stuff like that. Yeah. And spoke to them and, yeah, been going as much as I can ever since. But what, what was the conversation when, when you were talking to him? Did you not feel like somebody was opening their arms? Yeah. And they don't even know you. I know. And that's, that's a crazy. And that's something that I love about a really, really good church like that or just good people in general, too. Right. Uh, they don't know you. They don't really know your story. Um, yet they're right there, ready and willing to open up their arms. And it's something that I aspire to be. I'm not the greatest at it. I try to be. I have to work on that every day because I'm not the most of trusting of people after everything I've been through in my life. But you are. <laughs> no. See, and this is why I'm trying to tell you that that. A lot of us are the same, or maybe in some other cases, have been the same as you without being in divorce or without being in any other situation. Mm -hmm. um, all the warriors that come from war, they have a different situation. You know, somebody who had cancer, different situation. They want to communicate to somebody to say, do this early. Don't wait until it gets worse. Mm. And that's to all of them, all of them that I just mentioned, the everybody, because if they don't have that family, and they don't have that kind of support, that we love having it and enjoying it, uh, we need to make sure that they do have it. Mm -hmm. And that means, if I go to, to a place and I hear this person say something like that, the first thing that I will say is the same thing that I told you: come to my garage, come to my patio sit down and when I talk to you you may find that I'm not talking to you that much I want to hear you yeah and that's, this is what I want you to know that I am now I want to hear you because everything that you say is not going to be for me to take and, and evaluate and I'm not a counselor I'm not a doctor I'm nobody I'm just your brother and God cousin mm -hmm. and my beautiful cousin that I, I will always never going to forget that you went through that but in a good way. Because maybe if that would never happen, who knows what would have happened. And today we're talking about it. And we're now realizing that there's things that you can do about yourself 
Yeah. What about the other people? We're not going to put the people on in, in the, in the, in the TV and, and give them credit for what they're not good about. Mm. We're going to put the, the credit to the person who's working on it. Yeah. We're going to tell the people that what we've done has worked for us, try it. But don't, you don't have to do it because I say so. Do it because I, I feel like that might help you. Yeah. And if you want to be that person, because you have that heart, Nick, you, 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 you're proving it to me right now. <laughs> Hello? You know? Yes, and you yes. ask me to come out, it can, uh, what? Yes. <laughs> I didn't mean it to come out here, too. Just, again, been doing that self-isolation thing, which I got to stop doing that. Uh, you, you should be doing this every Saturday. Every Saturday at a particular time, there's always going to be a brother or two, and they're going to do it. If you want to use my garage for everybody to show up and, and have their own voice, if you want to talk football, because football gets them yeah. in a better position in their lives, makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And we need to hear that. Not only that, football has a lot of, uh, what's the word here? It doesn't it have to be football. Could well, be baseball. Well, just, yeah, no, I'm just saying like with yeah. football, though, there's a lot of crossover when it comes to life. Uh, what was it? Uh, Al Pacino? Uh, uh, do you remember the movie Any Given Sunday? Was it Any Given Sunday? Damn, I want to be lying <laughs> on here now. I'm usually good with movies. <laughs> I don't know if it's any given Sunday, but any given. I want to say it's any given. I gotta look this up. Hang on, <laughs> we're gonna look this up. But he has that awesome uh, monologue in there about how football is a game of inches and how it's like it relates to life. Like yeah. it's, it it really is. And I'm I'm gonna butcher this if I don't. Don't worry about it. Look got, it up. We got time. Uh, let's see here. Consult the Googles and the interwebs. That name flies like all over me here. Oh, uh, I just well, want to look up the movie. I'm not going to look up just the whole to, speech. Just to, just to give you a few more names, by the way, and they're in our family. Uh, my brother, uh, George, uh, his wife, they've been in situations in Mexico that they were not, you know, very good <laughs> at all. And there were uh, things that uh, in, in their lifestyle they could not have that we have here mm-hmm. and all they had it was just sit down and get in the and close the doors and don't even open the windows because who knows who's coming yeah that's the kind of life that you have to live over there to where you know if you're going to be shot or what in this case they have the living lifestyle what did they have to hold on to their own family yeah prayers and then after that believe it or not in conversations on the phone or today's facebook uh, or a uh, 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 video Facebook, or in this case, sometimes even FaceTiming them. Mm-hmm. Again, just to talk about a game, a particular player, I don't know, even in basketball, the San Antonio Spurs, this and that. And it just releases their the anxiety and just all that pent-up negative energy or tension or whatever it may be. And w- sometimes we can stop talking, and it will go for hours or... And we've had we've had a couple of those <laughs> yes <laughs> hours and hours and then what is it some people that will come out of the their the, their room is like y'all still talking about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not going to get into how much I think Trevor Lawrence is a bust I'm hoping he's not well I, 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 don't, don't, hey like <laughs> like I tell everybody man I wish I was in your position right now sometimes mm-hmm. because at least you know there will be growth after that true. Uh, can can expect growth in, in, in three in three weeks. Kay. True. Yeah. But uh so yeah, the movie was any given Sunday. So I got it right. 
But yeah. So what is it? What were you talking about? I don't know. I just I, I don't remember the whole. It was something that the new movie that that kept. Yeah, there was a monologue, the Al Pacino uh, monologue about uh-huh. how you know football and life is a game of inches, and how you have to like dig and claw for each inch. Yeah. And as long as you have your brothers on your side or something like that, I'm paraphrasing all of this probably horribly. Yeah. Uh, you know that y- you know, you have your brothers that'll be there by you to go into hell with you, and come back. And that's just uh, that's what I'm saying. Like football has a lot of those crossovers that actually help out with life yes i think like for a lot of men that's it is kind of like that everybody can bond well not everybody because not everybody likes football which is fine correct uh but uh like a lot of people can bond off of football and have that be a catalyst for you know personal growth uh i mean you can find you can find uh, anything in life can be a catalyst for personal growth uh you don't have to be at rock bottom to realize like, okay, I need to be doing something different here. Yeah. Uh, and it's personal growth is a lifelong journey. Yeah. And, um, what my therapist was always telling me is, uh, because I'm an INFP, which is part of that MBTI, uh, Myers-Briggs type indicator. Tell me what all that means. So the Myers-Briggs type indicator, uh, it's a test online is what a lot of people take that one can be very inaccurate uh fortunately my uh therapist is uh has studied the was it Jungian or Jungian however that's however that dude's pronounced yep Yep. uh and so he's he was the one that gave me that like here's what you are and it's based off of your cognitive your mental cognitive functions uh your cognitive stack is what it's called So it's basically how you process information that you get from the world. Okay. And now there's also the Enneagram, which I'm an INFP A, which is very, very rare for a male from mm-hmm. what I've been told yeah. and what I've researched. Uh, so an INFP male is w- like 1% of the population of the world. And I'm an INFP A, which is even more rare. So I'm like, all right. What what is that in you? What does that mean in you? So, in my regular words, in your regular <laughs> words, I don't even know. I have the break because I've been studying all this. Like I'm to this day, I'm always because it's it's good to help. That's why I like talking about it is because it does help you realize how you how you think and how you process things. Yeah, and it's helped me with that, and also helped me with uh, learning what my you know shortcomings are. Yes. Uh, for an INFP, the lowest thing on our cognitive stack is extroverted thinking talking to people are you know you know saying here's how i feel with this because infps are feelers we we base our decisions off of how we feel about something and uh it's our extroverted thinking is the, at the very bottom of the stack yeah so we le- our primary cognitive function is introverted feeling then it's extroverted intuition okay which i need to listen to way more my intuition has always been right i just don't listen to it and that's why I got in the situation I was in. That's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had realized uh, the first six months that I was with this person, I had bubble guts for six months straight. And I remember thinking after month four, like, I should probably go to a doctor. Something's not right here. But I'm, I'm kind of looking back and all the red flags that I saw and like, all of the red flags, like, my body was telling me 
hey, idiot, get out of this situation. I didn't listen to it because I was, you know, booty blinded. Well, <laughs> like I said, you live in a fast lifestyle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fast lifestyle makes you just keep going and going and going and there's we don't see the signs again okay and i'll tell you right now if you live and uh, and i'm not going to say we're like wally's uh south carolina town or even in sabinas where we used to live and that was a place where everything was very slow and i mean slow in the point where you actually just wondering, you know, today we're just going to go and do this or we're going to do that gathering. It's a lot of gatherings. It's a lot of family reunions. It's a lot of group guys, group girls, group couples, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. That happens and it's different. You're not in that lifestyle. You're in this one. Yeah. You got caught in that one. And there's no blaming on anybody. It's That's just where just you are. Like, one thing I, you know, but you, a, a, not a, a mistake you're talking about. It. Yeah, a mistake is not a mistake unless you know you don't learn from it. And you know, I'm learning. Uh, I'm think I'm learning more about myself and about the world and about you know how to be a better person because of this. And I think you know that's probably one of the big reasons I had to go through what I had to go through. Yeah. And there's always a reason. Uh, there really is. Uh, as far as my my opinion is, there's always a reason you go through things that you go through. Life will always try to teach you these lessons, and uh, a lot of people like to think it, it is karma. It's but it's not what people think. Like, oh, karma's going to get this burn. Like something bad's going to no. Karma is actually about lessons. It's not about like oh, this person did something bad to you, so something bad's going to happen to them. That's not karma. Mm-hmm. Uh, karma is just about learning lessons. Life teaching you these lessons. Like, and if you don't learn them, it's just going to cycle back. Well, remember recognizing, not yeah. just learning. Recognize, <coughs> excuse me. Recognize your your problem. You can't fix any problem without recognizing your own. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, no matter what the other uh, surroundings that you have, if you don't recognize what you have in in front of you, and then nothing is going to get solved. Mm-hmm. You're going to continue in the same old roller coaster. And going back and forth, up and down, and then settle down, right? The roller coaster stops, you get off the roller coaster, and you go home. But you come back, you want to ride that roller coaster again? Yeah, okay, well, let's do the same old thing, man. But if you don't get off that roller coaster and stop, and then think about what is it that I did not like about this roller coaster, and it's not about the other people, it's about me. What did I, did I not like about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at me. Yeah. That's I that, messed up. That's that looking in the mirror and having that uh, self-reflection and I accountability. Yes. Hmm. Okay. She's telling me that uh, I look different. My eyes turn different. Um, I speak different. I. My mannerisms are different. Mm-hmm. I might smash the door when I come out. Um, I put the TV on high volume. I don't want to hear anybody. Um, but if I do that, it's going to take me nowhere. I'm going to ride the roller coaster tomorrow again. Yep. So I found I found the the ways. Again, my number one was when I went to my uh, retreat in, in uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
out of maybe 35 brothers that I have there and sisters and a lot of people that they talk about their own things I was like I feel like an angel <laughs> damn yes, that's how bad it was but I'm not speaking for them I'm speaking for me mm-hmm. that is that simple get it get it right listen to God take time settle down a little bit and they enjoy life after that yeah you want to if I tell you you want to enjoy life hell yeah okay well let's settle down <laughs> look around you there's many things that you have around you that will get you better listen to your loved ones like you said not to the other group and uh, and don't get into cases that uh, you don't belong to you know and after that you're going to come above and then you'll be telling us this is what happened to me ladies and gentlemen Nick Robles <laughs> go ahead but uh, so yeah it's a uh, learning and again I'm it's, it is a lifelong process of learning about yourself learning your lessons in life and uh, growing and uh, some of my therapist was telling me it's for an INFP it is the we follow the trajectory of the hero's journey and something that everybody does but a lot of people we're INFPs uh, are kind of on that continuous hero's journey Okay. We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always, you know, finding something. And it's something because it's, we have this, uh, we have our values. For, so INFPs have a list of values. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one is loyalty. Uh, loyalty and love. They're pretty much intermixed. Go together. Yeah. Uh, and we go through these trials and tribulations and so on and so forth but it's because we need to start growing and it i I have the paperwork at home i should have brought it it's actually a cool discussion on just the hero's journey in and of itself Uh but infps are on that constant loop a lot of people uh, a lot of the other the other 15 uh uh personality types i'm assuming don't have that same like infps do because again it's a different cognitive process okay but uh, that's where like a lot of people have like the, the midlife crisis and stuff like that is because they're going through their hero's journey real quick mm. and that's why they have that but for INFPs it's an always it's a continuous thing yeah and what he was telling me is like you know INFPs don't really have midlife crises they just they continually grow oh wow okay so I'm like alright that's pretty cool like well, I'm, learning, I'm learning that I'm telling you yeah and so uh, and, I, and it, again, it comes all down to our cognitive stack, and we're always trying to shore up our our blind spots, our, our shortcomings uh, in our con- cognitive stack. Yeah. Uh, again, so it's introverted feeling is number one, extroverted intuition, then it's introverted sensing, and then our at the very bottom is extroverted thinking, which is that again having that conversation with somebody and yeah. like bouncing off ideas with somebody. Uh, that's where for me and what he was telling me is like you know you need to have you know a certain group of friends that are you know you can tell like tell certain things to and get their opinion on something because otherwise you're just going to keep it as your introverted thinking or introverted feeling part and not really figure things out and because for INFPs extroverted thinking is it's hard for us that's, yeah. that's not where we go but uh, 
So that is something I'm learning. And again, hopefully this podcast will help better me on that, have better conversations. And the crazy thing is, oh my gosh. There he goes. Oh, that was kind of loud on here. I didn't think it would be that loud. That's my daughter leaving. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I forgot to tell her happy birthday. Damn it. Yeah, she'll, she'll come back. Right. Anyway, but that you just, again, you just, you just taught me something that I didn't know. See? And you taught me a lot of things that I don't know. You may not know that everything that you have taught me. Nope. I, I'm just talking about things I've learned. That's no, no. <laughs> that's it. I'm not just talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about way before. You have taught me, Nick, a lot of things that makes me feel guilty. Okay? And I say it in, in, in a good way. Okay. It makes me feel guilty to think that I have it bad when you see what Nick has to go through sometimes in the situations that you have to go through that, hey, listen up, you, you got it good, okay? <laughs> you, want, you want to do something like Nick? I don't think you're going to make it, you I know? Sh- well, I don't know if I'm making it, man. <laughs> well, no, no, you, help, you already made it. You, you have. You have to give yourself recognition for that. that again, okay. that's another one of those INFP things we're not good okay. at. Okay. Taking I'm compliments. Telling, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, the number one thing that I will tell you is that I'm expecting you, again, anytime soon, you want to come to my house uh, next week, in a weekday, in a weekend. and uh, uh, If I do this to my customers, by the way, they call me right after church, yeah. and I'm answering their phone calls, <coughs> why wouldn't I do it to you? <laughs> <laughs> and then have these good times to sit down and have a conversation that is not only going to help you, but it's helping me. You have no idea. And that's that is one thing. Like I'm happy that you and thank you for saying it. Uh, and it's something that that's why I even started this podcast. Right. Is I don't know what's going to be said on here. And granted, there is one interview that I'm not ever going to post. What was that? Don't know. Oh, that was okay. Sorry, random noises. I got unmute. <laughs> but <laughs> probably done the same thing. But what I do like to see, and and based on on what you're telling us, is is uh, the conversations that you and I are having. They're not going to be always the same. No. Okay. Uh, because you and I know that we yeah. know each other that yeah. well. We we've you've, you've known me my entire <laughs> life, literally. <laughs> put diapers on you. <laughs> oh yeah, I put diapers. Yes, I did. Anyway, but. It was, uh, it is the progression of, of, of your, uh, how you converse with me, how you are maturing as a man, regardless of any situation. You mm-hmm. were already doing that. Mm-hmm. And then this just puts you a little bit higher. Okay. So you, you give all this, like I did to, to Wally, you know, you're my mentor, Wally, mm-hmm. uh, Pepo, you know, my dad. Uh, Isabel, you know, Tia Marga, Tony, oh, I love everybody. Mark Anthony, please. Oh, Marky Mark. Yes. It'd be hey. funny to get him on here as well. Uh, he uh, would say like two sentence sentences yeah. the entire, he doesn't talk I'll at tell all. You, this, is, this is what Mark Anthony will say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I I it. It. All right. <laughs> that would still be funny. because We should not 
say that because we don't know that that day he might go off and you go what in the world he had a few things to talk about it depends on how much whiskey you get in him now no that's the point he might have some things that we need to know yeah and this is absolutely this is what i'm telling you that this kind of uh, you call it a podcast but to me is 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 what we used to call a group conversation yeah it's, it's a recorded group conversation that hopefully in turn helps somebody out there that listens to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's all I'm looking to get out. I'm not and, for all, and for all the guys, I don't know what you're going to do and where you're going to put it, but if it comes to be a national podcast from Nick Robles, San Antonio, and everybody jumps in on Saturday mornings... <laughs> Uh, you know, before or whenever I post, because I'm, yeah, I don't post like regularly. Well, when when you start doing that, and I'm telling you, I'm just giving you a little bit of business advice, and it's not business about making money; it's about doing it the right way, yeah. so people get to hear you. You have the right time; they will show up. You have the right people; they will show up. Uh, uh, this is like in church. You go Sundays, you know. 12 o'clock Sundays in many churches, there will be mass. Mm-hmm. Am I right or wrong? Completely right. Okay, and, and there will be, uh, right after mass, people will gather and, and have families saying hello or things like that. And, well, depending on situation of the pandemic, too, by the way. Yeah. But right now, what I'm telling you is that what you're going with this, it can grow, and it will grow in a way that you, you will never imagine. But you have to stay on it. Yeah, and that's... The having that consistency is something that I've like. I'm gonna do this, like whether I get paid to do this, don't get paid, I don't care. Don't care. It's something that needs no. to get out regardless, no. and that's we, why we have our own work. Yeah, we, we have, have our own we have job. full-time jobs. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing okay. We have families to take care of. Yep. You have a beautiful girl that you need to see. Um, baby and, girl. Uh, oh, baby, Sophia. Hopefully, when you hear this, know that we love you. You're a beautiful girl, and your daddy is. Woo! <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, I love that little girl. She's been doing a lot more laughing lately. Well, it took my, it took my, uh, I got a choke right here. I'm crying. <laughs> but anyway, because I have, I miss her. I haven't seen her. I know. Since I, the last time you came over. But anyway, I miss not, her too. I'm not pressing you to bring or anything, but I just want to tell you that, please, continue doing this. And what else? What else can we talk about other than Wally? <laughs> oh my God, Wally! <laughs> Let's talk about your friend. Come on. Which one? Oh, God. I got a few. No, there's there's a very special friend that we so have in Austin, Texas. Oh, uh, yeah, TJ. Yes. Ah, uh, TJ. I met him. Oh, God. Well, Who's I hate it? to say where, but I, I, yeah. I met him the first time, and the first time I met him, you can tell the difference of, like you, when you see uh, Rene, you mm-hmm. see him there. Actually, we have him right here. I thought there, there was another picture of him in here. Well, no, that's the only one, but... Uh, uh, Rene Leal is, is uh, uh, again, grew up with a family, uh, became a godfather of my two, my two girls. Um, you talk about not, being, not having a father when he grew up. Uh, things that he had to run through life and up to today's day is never stop being there for the family. Yeah. Without me asking period so TJ yeah TJ he was I'm not going to put a whole bunch on here it's not my business to say no but 
But like, he, he he definitely like through a lot of this. I it, TJ I owe TJ a lot of credit because he was the one I called the most, and he's actually studying to be a uh, a therapist. Uh, and he's the one that gave me a lot of the greatest advice, and also told me the things that, and he even knew he's like, you're not gonna want to hear this, but. And that's and what exactly what I freaking needed yeah. at that time too. Yeah, TJ, TJ stepped up a lot, and I love that he's a brother of mine, and love that dude to death. And uh, yeah, that's well, that's one, and and there's there's a yeah. lot more I think. And yeah, there's we, we not we not speaking for everybody, but he's one that I think that uh, at the at the right time in the right moment. Um, Things that have been done mm-hmm. uh, around you, it was uh, uh, a grace of God. Yep. Again, uh, God thinks, d- does things for a reason. And when he puts those people around you, uh, and he's, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it any other way, but golly, what was that, friend? <laughs> <laughs> when I needed one, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, but it's it's uh, it's awesome to have that. Uh, I will cherish him and, and and give him a big hug next time I see him. Yeah, well, definitely he's got it. He's eventually going to come down. He has COVID right now, which yeah. that sucks. He uh, just now getting his voice back. Is he okay? He's good. He's doing better. Uh, he's like I said. He's just now getting his voice back today. Okay. And uh, granted, we ragged on him a little bit last night and. Then I felt good. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, brother, uh, yeah. but I'm glad you're doing better. And like, well, we we kind of we again we kind of get into that comfort zone of like, yeah, he'll be fine, but it it is a serious sickness and it sucks. And but I'm glad he's got his voice back and he's doing a little bit better now. So, so how do you feel about doing those three microphones in his area? Well, I got actually got another microphone being delivered. No, I'm talking about when are we doing this in his town? Oh, in Austin? Yeah, I'm coming with you. Oh, we're going to go to Austin? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if Austin can take that. And it's going to have to. <laughs> that's that's the way I roll? Good Lord. You can get into a lot of trouble up in Austin. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just telling you whatever you need. I'm here for you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I will go there if you want to do it. Because, uh, again, there's, these are people that... Uh, need to recognize your position okay and I say recognize it means knowing what not the beginning or the middle it's right now look at you yeah yeah that's oh dang okay can we can we say it was uh, what was it that uh, 300 pounds to 165 so <laughs> I was I'm exaggerating by the way yeah it, no, it wasn't that far off <laughs> I'm definitely not 165. Yeah. Something's gone terribly wrong if, I, if I'm at 165. No, I was at a... I was at my heaviest earlier this year at two... What was it? 268, I think is what it was. Okay. Uh, when I made a delivery, I jumped on somebody's scale over there, and it was like 268. And then I had the heart attack. Right. Which was done by... A lot of stuff went into me having that heart attack. Yeah. Uh, then two months later, I was at 205. It was... 60 pounds. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It was scary. A lot. Uh, but at the end of it all... And now? Now I'm at 210, 215. All right. I'm kind of hovering there, building muscle back, because I did lose a lot of muscle mass when I was 
basically just at home sleeping because that's all that my body needed to do was just sleep. And I keep saying that's why the shirt didn't fit you. What's that? That's why I told you the shirt didn't fit you when you went to that wedding. (laughs) 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 The 10 pounds extra right there. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, so yeah, like I lost, yeah, it was about 60 pounds. What's funny is there was a weight loss competition at work that I didn't get into. You didn't even have to do that when you had a heart attack. No. <laughs> no, Lord. Well, no, it was, it was before I had the heart attack that they started, and I was like, nah, I'm out. No, Whatever. wait a minute. This guy got it because he got a heart attack. Well, you all need to get a heart attack now hey, if you want to hey, win this. A win is a win, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I never I never got into it. I should have. And everybody's like, damn, I'm gl- kind of glad you didn't get into it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you would have won. I wasn't at work, period. <laughs> I wasn't at work. I was <laughs> sleeping all day. wasn't really eating, so... Yeah. It had a lot going on. Can I ask you, uh, um, uh, this is, uh, well, thank you, and, and let's not forget about what we talk about, the God is all with us, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was uh, a very hard moment for you, mm-hmm. and, um, and I am with you when that happened, because... I had that kind of feeling, uh, and that means losing your life. Yeah. Or knowing that you were close. Yeah, g- give us your story, because I know you do a lot of work for churches for what you went through, if you're comfortable with putting it out there. I can't say the words of the company. I can't say where I, I, I do this and how I do it, but, uh, well, no, I can tell you everything that I do it. Uh, in 2016... Uh, right after my retreat, right after it, believe me, <laughs> uh, Isabel and I were at church, and uh, and the lady from uh, a company that came over to do a, a scan is <coughs> really called for this throat scanning your uh, heart, your you know, hopefully you don't get an aneurysms, you don't get anything else in your you know uh, arteries, things like that. Uh, they were there. They were there at church and, and, and giving us a chance to do these screenings uh, for a very good price. Anyway, so I was there sitting down with Isabel and she just knocks my elbow while the lady is talking and she's telling me, telling me, <laughs> yes, I felt like it was telling me. She's telling all of us in the church that we're going to be here this day and on and on and this day you need to come over. We have our screenings. There are professional nursing people in there and they're going to do all this, you know, for this uh, price. But you need to know this. You need to do this in time. Don't wait. Don't don't feel like you're a Superman. Don't feel you're a cowboy in the ranch and nothing is going to beat you. <laughs> Which yeah, is I've where I came from, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to say, I had that same feeling. Yeah. All of this came down to uh, Isabel giving me a real knock on, the, on an elbow right into my, you know, side. And I said, okay, okay, well, we'll do it. I've been holding off for any kind of screenings because I didn't want to know if I had something. Knowing that my family, my background in the family, had heart attacks, mm-hmm. Noni. Uh, uh, she had a stroke too, dad, right? Yeah. My dad, <coughs> my dad is, uh, is uh, diabetic and, and on and on and on. So we did that. We did the screening. Uh, three months, uh, no, two weeks later, I get the letter. It says you need to see your doctor. And I went to see my doctor based on that report. And the report showed uh, a little um, nodule 
on my thyroid. And I uh, went to my doctor, she set up a, a biopsy, and the biopsy came out uh, positive with cancer. Uh, I did that, and that day was May, uh, May 4th. <laughs> Everybody remembers Cinco de Mayo. Well, <laughs> well the day before Cinco de Mayo? No, 4th. So May 5th, Cinco oh, okay. de Mayo, I have a day off, I took a day off. I'm running, I'm doing exercises like I always do around the block and mm-hmm. my doctor calls me I thought he was going to call me like three days later so he calls me and he tells me flat out it's like hey Alex uh, we did that biopsy and it came out positive with cancer I mean he just went straight up and I just stopped and I'm like what do you mean he said yes now he started rolling like with this cancer it's okay it's no problem we'll take care of it we'll take it out we'll want to take out the whole thyroid not just half of it uh, this time we have the best uh, medical assistance t- for anything like this. Mm. Uh, it's, it's considered, you know, 100%, you know, cleared of cancer after surgery. So we're less hopeful all of that, and and then you move on with life and no problems. Oh. Okay. Uh, my secretary is going to call you to set up the appointment to talk about it with you and your wife tomorrow uh but i don't know what time so she's gonna call you in a few minutes okay so i just sit in the sidewalk and as i sit in the sidewalk all i'm thinking is cancer all i'm thinking is my kids all i'm thinking is my isabel my mom all of you mariga you know tony pepo and what what did i say why God? Why me? So I come back to the house. I run back <laughs> a little bit later. Oh no no no! Actually, I actually cl- called uh, uh, Isabel. She was at work, and I told her that uh, I just want to make sure that you know that uh, doctor just called me right now, and it is uh, positive cancer on the thyroid. And she just dropped. I can hear her, and then she started crying. I start crying, and and I say, hey doctor said it's good we can we can move forward i was as positive as i as i always have been you know yeah uh so i'm running something you don't like to do i hate running okay i hate it <laughs> i'm running is that a sign here by the way and the running and the sweating and the stress release kind of thing mm-hmm. got me to kind of relax a little bit two of my neighbors randy that you saw just Pass by right now was actually outside and I saw him and I just told him flat out it's like I just found out I got cancer in my thyroid and it's like holy well just know that this are curable and my mom went through it and uh, he started telling me about his mom she went through the same thing she's here with us it has been that many years already 20 something years or something like that and then uh, 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 my other neighbor Orlando came out right when he saw us talking he came over hey what's going on and I said the same thing so they all kind of realized this is this is hap- this happened right now he goes yeah it happened I have my phone with me <laughs> I answered my phone I was literally just down the block yes. so. <laughs> well I was listening to music with my uh, where you go with the, uh, the headphones yeah the headphones no the little oh, earbuds yeah and then uh, when he you know I said yeah hey what's going on they, they, yeah you got cancer. Hey, okay, keep on running, right? 
like nothing really happened. Yeah. But it didn't really hit me until I walked in to the house and um, my mom was there. That's where it got me. Yeah. And I felt like moms have a way of doing that. Or I want you to know that if it wasn't for that, she just told me, you, you have showed me many ways and many things that you do in life that you conquer. Why can't you do this? Yeah, mom, this is cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit different it's of a... It's, it's not like I had to score three goals today, you know, <laughs> when I was a kid playing soccer. But in this case, I just mentioned it, and then uh, we wait, I told her I got to wait for everybody to show up so I can talk to everybody. So it, the whole family showed up, you know, Nina uh, came from high school, uh, Sarah Monica High School also. Uh, uh, Alex was there too. Uh, my mom and Isabel came from work too. Mm-hmm. So they're all sitting down, and then I tell them, you know, this is what happened today. And the reality is that some things like this happen to a lot of people, you know. So we got to work together, stay together, talk like we're doing right now yeah. together and uh, hope for the best. And God has going to have a plan for me. So, but I didn't see it that, w- that way because I was, I couldn't even, you couldn't even hear my voice. I was crying. <laughs> so Sarah Monica just walks in f- from school and she sees us all crying. <laughs> And she goes, what's going on here? The one I just walked away, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> My older daughter. She walks in and then she says, why are you crying, daddy? Stop crying. Stop crying. And she grabs me like face to face and tells me that, remember, you are the one that taught us all these things to do, to get better in life, to do this, to do that. Well, guess what, Dad? God just gave you this so you can show us how to overcome this other obstacle. So now, guess that? Don't cry. Just show us how to overcome this obstacle. And I was blown away. <laughs> I stopped right there. And I just said, okay, I'm going to do that. And I remember when he first told me that story, I'm like, damn, like, yeah, that's my angel. And that's why I call it my first miracle, but I got three miracles in my house. Anyway, so I, right after that, I go to surgery. Of course, all of you are there. Tia, tia Marga, your mommy, uh, your dad, in the hospital, are ready to go in. And there was one scare that I did have. Is I'm not going to wake up from this surgery. Mm-hmm. And I have a priest and, uh, and the surgeon next to me, both of them. And the uh, surgeon is going to all pastors. There's nothing other than that. But the priest saying, just in case. <laughs> Here are your last rites. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had that same situation. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> thank you, podcast. This is why we talk about this thing. Yep. It, mm-hmm. makes, it makes you feel understanding that these are things that you have to go through. And that you're not alone. That's, that was my biggest thing coming through everything I've been through just just this year. Not to mention all the other crap in my life uh, that I've like the lesson finally sunk in this year yeah. is that I'm not alone. I don't have to stay in that apartment and isolate myself. I can call 
any one of my family members. Oh, oh, oh. Hmm? you have to stay home in what? In isolation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said slid yourself. No, we're not. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, wait a minute. What did you say? That's, oh. a, that's a different conversation from exactly. a different era that you and yeah, That's exactly. another story for you and me. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that was long ago. No, I made a promise to a buddy. Never, never. No. Don't I, don't, I don't break my promises either, so. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, n- I don't have to stay in isolation. And I can actually talk to people. Like, it, it, like I'm not alone. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that's one of the big reasons for this. You know, I want to make sure that other dudes out there realize that whatever you're going through, you're not alone in this. You got all your brothers out there, uh, whether you're related or not. We're, we're all brothers. Uh, and somebody's gone through something similar because every situation is always going to be different but somebody's gone through something similar and come out the other side yeah and, and i'll be right there waiting for you or with you with with yes so that's you know that's one that's one big thing i want to come out of this whole deal out of all you know whatever however many podcasts i do i'm not going to stop so no please don't not gonna stop. I like having conversations. Not only, not only that, but the understanding. Remember, you can retire one day. <laughs> this is free. I know. Nobody <laughs> needs to come over here and pay money to listen to us and say the real stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is no BS. This is no. We're not talking about God. Like we want you to go into church and we want you to do things for God and no. Even if you don't have God on you, with you, feel you, okay? Just understand that He, he is around, yep. okay? So no matter how they are and where they're, they're going through, one way or another, Nicholas, you're going to help. And you're going to help more than I can ever thought. Well, you're that I could. Well, you're doing it now, so... Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I want... Again, here's me. I w- if it was me, I would love for you to continue doing this because you already spent $100. <laughs> I spent a little bit more than that, but... <laughs> well, but the investment is so well paid back as more people get involved in the conversations yeah. and want the families to hear that their families in your case your families is going to hear this and maybe not the first episode the first episode was pretty shit <laughs> no 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 no. i don't care how it is you can hear the whole thing because at the mean in the meantime there's nothing perfect yeah you don't start hey how do you start this kind of thing we're not professionals i'm not joe rogan over here so yeah in the meantime <laughs> we got good voices and we have to bring Severus stallone to take care of the other <laughs> you can bring you can bring the best uh, 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 I don't know actors if you want to eventually they want to speak out about the same thing how do you know that's not going to happen it may it's true you, and nobody knows what the future holds exactly that's not, I, hell I just told my friend that the other day and I should be well aware of this because I'm good at giving advice sometimes learning from my own advice is a little bit trickier but uh yeah, like, uh, don't know what the future's going to hold for any of this. Uh, I'm not going to stop doing it. 
Yeah. Uh, again, I spent the money for it, and also another another IMFP thing. I think it's also a couple other the uh, MBTI types. Uh, what is MDDI? Uh, MBTI is a Myers Briggs type indicator. Okay. That's that INFP uh, stuff like that. Okay, we need to change that to the regular words so anybody who knows exactly what you mean. Well, okay, so the regular words would be just there's 16 you know personalities as far as I know your cognitive process as like. I don't know how to bring that into no, the no, words. No, 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 no. But I'm, 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 what I'm trying to say is just put in the words of, hey, you know what? When we have this, meaning um, what that means, and when we have the other part, whichever part it is, know that whatever parts of your personality engages in a different way, mm-hmm. we understand that. Because, again, it doesn't have to be you the one who has that. I might be having it, or eventually somebody else is going to have it when they grow up older, and they didn't have it when was y- they were younger. Or war got them to, you know, uh, grow up with that, start growing on them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that for the people who are listening to this, because they will, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, like, I know I prefer in-depth conversations. Okay. All right. Like in depth, I I hate small talk, uh, which I lear- like learning more what's, about myself. What's I a small talk to you? Let me see. Hell, hold on. <sighs> okay, so small talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> give me <laughs> give me a scenario because I've never seen a small talk around us. You know, around us it doesn't happen. <laughs> but uh, like, so when I go make a delivery somewhere, anybody want to j- jump in? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we got well, the guy just passed by on a bike, and I'm like, hey, let's go grab him. You want to sit <laughs> no, down, talk about your life, man? <laughs> what I mean about small talk, they can go on small talk, and we might take over anyway. Yeah, that's true. And we need to exactly. settle down anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So small talk for me is like when I go making delivery. Like there, there's some customers I get along with. We have good in-depth conversations. It it's connects at a deeper level. But there are others like, yeah, whether you can you can actually say, "How's your wife doing?" Yeah, and like, hey, how's how's Somebody this? And like, yeah, we'll just talk about something. Hell, like uh, one of my favorite customers out there in Blanco. Uh, bring it on, bring it Joe, on, Joe Van Dyke. Joe, Joe Van Dyke. I'm actually gonna eventually have him on here. <laughs> He's, he was kind of joking about like, man, I'm probably gonna get all camera shy on there. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't think you will. <laughs> uh, he was one of the first like going through what I'm going. Can through. I sit on that one? What's that? Can I sit on that one? Sit Just on which one? On that one. I'm not gonna sit with you guys. I'm just gonna sit right here. Oh, <laughs> go go up to Blanco with us. Yes. I'm I'm sure he'd be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't want to speak for him. But but anyway, so he was one of the first guys who had told me like after of everything I'm going through, like with you know divorce and stuff like that. He goes, he was the first one to tell me like you're going to be going through all these emotions. It is normal. And he was the first guy that like where it just like clicked in me how he told me and stuff like that. You know, he's like it's gonna be normal. Don't think that you're weak. Don't think that you're this. Don't think, you know, you, you just got to learn when you're hitting those moments of like, oh, I feel like crap and learn how to shift your mindset. Uh, and like, we've had, hell, I've, hopefully my boss doesn't listen to this. No, but you don't have to specify what. I know. I've, I've had moments where I've been at that delivery for 45 minutes making a delivery that only took me five. Well, this but, is uh, about Joe. Hmm? This is about Joe. Yeah, this is about Joe. This is a great guy. 
he's a solid, solid man. But, uh, yeah, he was, like, one of the first ones that said, like, you know, it, it's normal. And, like, kind of had me reflect, like, you know what, this, this is, you know, it's okay to have emotions. And that's, and, and that's another thing. Uh, when I go into, like, talking about Enneagrams at some point on this, that, that is another personality thing uh, when it comes to uh, your core motivations and fears. So I'm an Enneagram 8, the Challenger. I'm an 8-wing 7, which is the Maverick. And I haven't studied too much into that just yet, so I don't, I don't have a wealth of knowledge on that. Yeah. But uh, and again, that's another really, really rare thing for an INFP to be. Like, there are no INFP A's, eight wing sevens, okay. like anywhere apparently. So, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about now. Well, it's hard to get Joe is gonna I'm be sorry. a good, a yeah, good Joe, conversation. Joe is gonna be an awesome conversation. Yeah. Uh, he was the first one to tell me, like, yeah, this is normal. You're gonna be feeling this stuff it's normal yeah and that's where i was going with it so as an eight <coughs> we we have this shield of armor on all the time there's a huge heart underneath but because of with eights you had to grow up so fast with eights yeah eights uh enneagram eights oh, okay so anybody who's an enneagram eight typically had something happen in their life where they had to just grow up like immediately yeah and like their childhood wasn't really able to be experienced that well but there's always that kid inside of them their inner child again eight doesn't mean joe eight no no, no. it talking about me yes you me as an eight yeah and uh there's this inner child in me that does come out but i'm very very protective of it like you've seen the inner kid in me oh, hell you've seen the inner kid in dad well dad's not an eight but anyway uh so yeah, there's that inner child and there's that really, really big heart. Yeah. But around everybody else, I pretty much, I close it off. I protect it with everything that I got. I, I got shields up. I got walls. I got a, I, I'm in my castle. That's the best way I can describe it is mm. I am in my castle. Yeah. I get to choose who comes in and out of my castle. Yeah. If I let you into my castle, you're in for life until you betray me and then I'm kicking your ass out and I'm doing some evaluation of okay who the hell else is in this castle have i ever been in your you've always been in my castle no outside of the castle no okay reason why i'm asking this is that is, is there a um and let's keep going with that but i just want to ask you a question because mm. i always want wondering because i you know i'm straightforward yeah just a little bit just a smidge <laughs> have i ever been straight up to you when you had the ex, when 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 I was telling you, you know, do this or do that or something that made you put up the 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 walls up. No, never, never. You don't you don't feel like I ever did something. I mean, if you did, I probably can't remember it. Again, I have the whole dissociative thing I have to go through, which my memories are okay, pretty shoddy. M mind you, mm -hmm. that during those years, and we're talking about when you were sixteen, seventeen. I, I don't remember much. I'm telling you that. Okay. okay. So, I, I'm asking you, and you say don't, but I'm telling you it was during that time. So, during those years where your cousins from everywhere, mm -hmm. you don't have to w say where, they're all coming down, and, and Tio Lean was here for the first time, by the way. Wow. Damn, I don't remember this. Yes. And his uh, son, Jeremy our cousin Jeremy 
mm-hmm. he's on Facebook with us and everything yeah um, love him to death. I love Jeremy he is just like you just <laughs> like far away but he's welcome here all the time and he knows that but in the meantime when I'm trying to tell you this is that um, there were scenarios there that I didn't want you to be excluded because of whatever. Let's say there was a, a basketball game. We were all playing outside. Uh-huh. And uh, you would just walk out. It wasn't because of Marky was playing basketball. Okay. <laughs> it was like you just, it didn't, you didn't feel good like shooting the ball. Okay. Okay. And you walked out. At the end of it, you come back. And I was like, where did you go? Ah, no, 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 no. You know, I went inside, whatever. You were playing games, the, the video games. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was always wondering why. And I told this to your mommy, by the way. <coughs> why didn't come over? Why didn't come over out when we were, like, sweating? <laughs> and, 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 you know, oh, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like that. Well, I'm just saying, you know, and I don't want to push him like Alex. I never wanted to push him to play soccer if he didn't like it mm-hmm. or anything, period. Uh, but I just missed that. And in the years today, this is where I just, uh, it just popped into my head right now. Did I ever did anything to cause you? Did I say something or anything that make you go, I don't like that conversation. I, again, I don't. I'm trying to like as you're talking. I'm listening to you at the same time. I'm like, I don't. I let can't me recall let anything. Let me be more explicit. <laughs> Your shooting wasn't good. Yeah, no, I suck at basketball. Okay, even to this day, it's not my sport. <laughs> well, but you were there, <clears throat> and that matters. Yeah, to us, it didn't matter who's good or not. It was just shooting basketballs. And, of course, I was already 30-something years old, so I'm not dunking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, at that moment, when you walked away and we lost, I just know. It was almost like I was looking at the ball and they were saying, you know, <laughs> like we used to go, like, this is the line when it's out of bounds, mm-hmm. right? And if we missed it, whatever. You walked out and you were upset. That being upset, did you put your walls up? Probably. Exactly. But that's like I, I'm trying to. I don't remember specifically, but if that's what happened, that's probably what it was. I'm guessing. Again, this is a guess because I don't have that memory. No, and it's yeah. a guess to you and a guess to me too. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying, speaking out loud mm-hmm. to everyone who has these scenarios, it's okay. It's n- that's normal. Exactly. That's not meaning that. This person is gonna shy away from things and and is becoming you know angry at the whole family, because right after that, we're in the backyard. Your dad was cooking the burgers. We're taking pictures together, <laughs> and there's nothing but smiles. Oh, so there's pictures of this now? Yes, I do. I have all of them. Awesome. Again, I'm asking you these questions because I want anybody to he- who hears this that. Don't start uh, antagonizing the moments and point like, oh, okay, don't do that to him because, you know, no, no, the Rex, whatever you had, it didn't matter to us, to us, we were dancing, 
you were dancing. You actually broke into our dancing several times. <laughs> and I have, I have video of that too. Oh God, yes. we'll burn that evidence. Yes, I got plenty <laughs> of that. Well, I don't know if I have plenty because they're on VHS. <laughs> but anyway, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta re- you know, we don't, we don't, we, we don't have to no, transfer. No, no, I, I, I got plenty. <laughs> but again, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about that. These are the things that people need to understand that uh, in life. Our family, by the way, what we're talking about, I'm sorry, maybe I put my microphone over here. I'm sitting down. There is no such a thing as a perfect life. No. Okay, there's no such a thing as a perfect family. There's no such a thing as a perfect person at work uh, or husband or father or wife. All of us need to make sure we stay together we communicate and we know that we have God with us the next day because no matter what and when that happened Sundays we went to went to church went to mass but we didn't go to church just to dress up Mm-mm. we didn't go to church just to sit down next to Nuni man I miss those days though now you just brought up Nuni God dang <sighs> I wish she was here anyway so, it doesn't matter what person, time, and who they are and where they are. These things happen. Don't antagonize that moment and make sure that everybody is taken care of. Even if he has, uh, what is it, uh, I forgot the, the word that you were doing, your moves. My moves, what do you mean? Uh, I'm lost now. Shit. Anyway, the nervous tick. Oh, uh, Tourette's? Yeah, Tourette's. There you go. When I was young, people used to tell my mom, this kid needs to be <laughs> in cage or something. It is a joke to you and us right now and everything. But in those years, it was, was a joke. It was not a joke. It was like, tie him up. I don't need him in my backyard, you know. But this guy is dancing eventually in a party, right? Mm-hmm. But yes, I antagonizes their dogs in the backyard. <laughs> I used to go outside and make him go with my bike to find, you know, to come and get me. Uh, I used to go and, and uh, look at these kids. It's like I was a, a, like a challenger to everybody else in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that's the in, uh, energy that I had that I want to do things different, right? And I became, um, because nobody told me, and there was no medicine during that time, or people will say, hey, we can get him that medication. No, I don't need that medication. Yeah. Of course, my dad is a doctor, so he's, he's <laughs> going to say, no, I'll take care of him. He doesn't need any medication. So in reality, today's day is different. Today is about, this was mentioned to Junior, my son. He, he, there were conversations already about, okay, uh, he's not paying attention, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he needs more activity. More things to kind of expend that energy. So what happened to him again? Um, we're talking about lifestyles and everything and how people grow and whatever. But this is a lifestyle. This is in San Antonio now. He, he didn't have a lot of things in that 
nine years old, ten years old, he was ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. He's in uh, uh, elementary school, bad grades. And then I took him to uh, uh, Taekwondo. Damn, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Did you know anything about it? About Taekwondo? No. How about, how what, no. How about Alex being in Taekwondo? I just remember that he was in Taekwondo. What did he do? I don't remember that. He blossomed. He... There's, I got videos, and you'll see. I'm not going to say how big kicks and everything. He did the splits. Yeah, I, was I remember the splits. Yeah. I remember the splits. Yeah, he did all the kinds of things. But his grades went from nothing but flunk in 70s mm-hmm. to all hundreds. Damn. They told him that basically you are doing so good that what you do is going to come out in school. So if you don't show up that in school, that means the commitment and the focus that you put in your game here on Taekwondo, you should be able to do that in school. You should be able to put it in school and it's only for that many hours. You almost put the same hours over here with us. So he became a black belt. And then he graduated. And not only he graduated, but he went to junior high. And in junior high, he had to show up his Taekwondo moves because he had to defend somebody one day. And yeah. it was beautiful. <laughs> I had to see the principal. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be a... Okay, in defense of somebody else, that's a proud moment for any father. Not I would that. feel. But I'm ta- see, I, all this started with what I was talking about you. Mm-hmm. That we were kind of like, uh, we wanna, we didn't want to protect you like this. No, mm-hmm. we want to leave the fence open and say, there's nothing wrong with him. What do you think is wrong with him? You think he's mentally wrong? You think he's physically wrong? I don't think so. I think he's better than you. <laughs> he just got a few more things to do. And he needs to get things done. And I mean, get him busy. Yeah. That's all. It doesn't have to be medicine all the time. Maybe some other cases. Maybe some other people. Yes. But you have overcome all... And not see, this is where I was going. <laughs> see, I start somewhere and I get there. Yeah. Look where I am in front of. Yep, man. And like, that's so... God is good. Yes, he is. All the time. That's like, for me... And something I'm just now kind of finally realizing is, you know, with all this self-reflection that I've been having to do, and it, make no mistake about it, it's something I have to do. Uh, it's something I put off for, well, because of the whole dissociation thing, now that I know what I'm dealing with, I know how to actually self-reflect even better. Because I can always self-reflect, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was going off of basically bad information from my brain. So with all the self-reflection I've had to do now, I'm starting to see the the freaking warrior that is in me to get through the crappiest of crappy times. Mm-hmm. And realizing that, damn, I've had some moments where I was pretty much a fucking badass. Yeah. Getting yeah. through some things. Absolutely. At a stupidly young age that no kid should have to do, but... Again... 
you have a God give you that plan, mm -hmm. but there was a reason for all these things, right? So now, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I just wish sometimes God would give me like, hey, here's some pointers on the plan here, just just so you know, give, give me a little bit of insight, God, just a little bit. Give me a cheat sheet. Give me a give me a syllabus. Like, what, what's going on here, man? <laughs> but we live in that world that we are in San Antonio in this time in this age, not in 1985 that we don't have that and this is what this podcast is all about is realizing that today 2021 that what we do nick is that we need to understand and even young kids you don't have to have somebody sit down right here you just had a 16 year old telling you what <laughs> he wants to be what a realtor That's a right. realtor and made a tomato apparently <laughs> not only that but he's already started doing that and that's why I asked him, like, so you have, like, a plan, you have, like, you, you see the target, now you're worrying about how to get there. And he's, he's like, like damn, I was, I was actually really blown away, I forgot to tell him, like, man, I'm kind of blown away that you already, like, you ha you see the target, now you're already working on how to get to that target. Like, man, you're much further along than I was at 16. Way further along. That's insane. And that's kudos to you as a father, though, because thank you. he wouldn't be like that. Unless he had the guidance from you and Isabel, uh, an of incredible course. mother. And, yeah. You know, of course. Uh, and the whole family. Yeah, it's the whole family. family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Shirley, uh, Sarah, and Nina. <laughs> well, I haven't shown you yet, but I'm going to show you in a bit. Uh, uh, <coughs> a, there was a ring ceremony last night. A what? Ring ceremony for University of Mary Hart and Baylor. Oh. For Nina? Vicarizona. Well, we'll be watching that here in a little bit. Well, there goes one, and the other one's coming very soon. By the way, there's the older one that, that she's already like, she's uh, she's uh, uh, Nina. Uh, sorry, sir. For nobody who knows me, um, Sarah Monica is the oldest. Nina Christine is the second, and Alex is the third. Uh, Sarah Monica has been doing her clinicals. She's about to graduate from Incarnate Ward, and. Uh, she was doing her clinicals in the university hospital mm -hmm. during this pandemic. So she actually did have to spend one day, the full day, uh, in COVID uh, department. Cleared up, came over. We were all scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, we like we need hazmat suits? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we cleared up. Look, see that spray right there? That spray is <laughs> spray the whole house. I have. That's a clinical spray, by the way. It's, it's from the hospital. So you spray everything that she touches. Even if she doesn't touch it, I was spraying everything. But she came over, drops everything in the in the laundry uh, uh, room, mm -hmm. goes to take a shower, and then goes straight to her room. And then tomorrow morning we find out, you know, no problem. Well, the next morning was her birthday. So <laughs> it was great. We had a good cake and everything went well. Nina Christine has been doing this and she's going to be a, a, a veterinarian very soon or a biological biological lab uh, health services and I'm talking about way down to what the people in the COVID-19 CDC health services do Damn. one or the other canine with a uh, military or the other one but anyway last night was her uh, we didn't even know too she didn't even tell what? us yes <laughs> <When> she just <laughs> 
She just sent us the uh, videos like, Dad, Mom, look, I got my ring. I'm like, what? Ring for what? <laughs> in, my, in my ceremony. It's almost like, I'm graduating. Yeah, like it, it's, it's pretty much set in stone. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking care of my capstones now. Like, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. I got my ring. We're, we're, we're good to go. Yeah. And she's, <coughs> and she's very proud because she was uh, an assistant teacher in the labs uh, uh, biology for two years already so she's been paying been paying for that but it, it was the emotion that i see when they get these things happen you want to be over there watching yeah. your baby right oh my god like if if that it, happened so it's like hey yeah i just got my ring here's the video i'm gonna be a little bit i'm gonna have some feelings towards that like baby girl i want to be there for you that <laughs> tell me about like uh at least two days and i can take oh, off you can tell me that more and i'll call in sick to work uh, yeah <laughs> Well, that's, that's the, that was the thing last night, and I'll show you in a minute, but all this is uh, gratification. And remember, you just thank God. That's it. Because after that, I got to go back to work in the morning. <sighs> Today, I did my work. Saturday, it doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> uh, you're here with me, but this is not work. This is awesome this is a great conversation and um, sorry to everybody who's listening to this I don't know how much they're going to be are you going to be able to edit this <laughs> to, to a 30 minute uh, conversation oh, and no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it run and, 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 and uh, again we don't want to be San Antonio local we want to be uh, yeah, why am I saying we but we I'm, you're <laughs> probably going to be a huge part of this as well don't get me wrong Let's be real here, Alex. We? We? You do, you do know that they make switchboards that have uh, like 16 uh, no, uh, XLR deals uh, on here? No, there was a sign that I just saw. It was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you got kids to care. But no, in reality, you know that I'm here for you. I know. You know this, is your, this is your stuff, and I'm loving it. One minute. Well, I definitely want to have you back, obviously. Because I, I so for a lot of people, I probably should have said this at the beginning of this, but whatever for whoever the hell is still listening. Yeah. After I'm five beers deep. Yeah. Uh. So my cousin Alex here has gotten me through like more than he knows. He has, and uh, damn, it's been a lot, and just just a little bit of the bits of advice that would go through my head that came from Alex. This, this is when I have to stop him, but I can't. <laughs> Those tidbits that would come in and like, hell, I just sent you that song yes, yesterday. Yes, I did. And it's it's a song uh, from uh, Turnpike Troubadours. Yes. Uh, down I here. I heard it. And that song is like, man, this, this is like this is Alex. Like, my entire life is telling me like, you're gonna be all right. You're good. Like we got you. No yeah. big deal. We're gonna get through this. I heard it, and it was right. And by <laughs> the way, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't uh, deviate to who I was, because I grew up. <coughs> all of my friends that I uh, you seen on, on, on Facebook, Pepe Villasenor, mm-hmm. Rodeo guys. He's a rodeo clown. Is Re- he clown? Re- no, retired. Oh, he's, yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm fifty. Gonna be fifty-six. Like, God dang! How's he he's still able to do this? He's, no, if you see him right now. Today, uh, Pepe Villaseñor, uh, talking about people that had to go through many other things. Divorce. Uh, when he was in uh, El Paso, Texas, mm-hmm. 
he was that's where he started being a clown he was a rodeo clown I'm talking about rodeo yeah the the real real yeah. rodeo and not the not the stuff that I may do every now and again on no, a weekend no. he went around <coughs> but he grew up with us since we were kids mm-hmm. when we grew up it was called Colonia Americana in Mexico yeah in La Colonia Americana it was all about Americans living in Mexico and they had ranches. We had ranches. My my grandfather Pepo had two ranches over there. All of us always nothing that we did was not around cows or shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of. Because you either smell like shit or you're picking up hay and it's all over your neck, you clot your the 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 showers because mm-hmm. all, all, all the all the rain. Yeah. Anyway, so he's now a cartoonist. Yes. Is that the yes? Yes. He is the number one. He is the number one. That's my wife (laughs) coming out. Anyway, he's the number one cartoonist in the nation today. First, a Mexican um, uh, American that came and became a cartoonist. Did you see him on CNN? I didn't see him on CNN. I saw the uh, Facebook uh, cartoons that you would post up. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. And I, I followed it too. Go look in my on my Facebook for uh, Pepe Villaseñor CNN, and it tells you a lot about us. Okay, and again, it tells you a lot about before you were born. So when I was growing up, it was a matter of it was a matter of uh, uh, things that he used to do. Tab Ortega, Pepe Ortega, all my friends, everybody who grew up in that age, what they had to go through. He, Pepe Villasenor, the cartoonist, mm-hmm. lost his brother, Punky. Mm. Punky Villasenor, a very early age. Oh my God. Uh, an airplane. They have a little airplane uh, in the ranch. And, uh, oh, like one of those like yeah. Cessnas or something like that? Exactly. He crashed. And um, anyway, so we celebrate his family. We talk to, uh, to each other. We talk about how God has given us all these years together and, and say things that we want to know and people need to know that they also had to go through. Yeah. And his family, he got divorced because of his way of life. His family is in Monterrey. But watch them communicate to each other. The family. The whole, I mean, he's got beautiful sisters, brothers, men, Senor, you name it. All of them are a beautiful family. We grew up around them. We grew up around them. We grew up with this kind of family too. So when we are here and we're sitting down this moment right now, I can tell you, I just in this day I can just click on my phone and you got these guys on my phone and they'll mm-hmm. tell you these things today. So if you want to. Uh, I'm always down. Yes. That's that's one big thing I want to have on this whole deal. I'm going to actually kind of record something for the Instagram deal here. Yeah. I forgot I was going to do that earlier and got caught up in the conversation. Uh, but it is something that I want to have on here like regularly. Wow, I butchered that. Regularly. Yes. Uh, as far as, you know, having... What the hell am I doing here? Turn around. Having people on here that have life experience of, uh, you know, things that they have gone through, you know, that 
I mean, no, what everybody's gone through isn't what we have gone through. Every, everything's going to be different. But definitely something to express to whoever else is out there that listens uh, and wants to uh, know that they're not alone. That's, and that's my biggest thing is I want to make sure people know that they're not alone in this. Like a lot of these dudes that are out there do feel it because I, I felt it. So I know there's got to be countless others that have felt it as well. Yeah. And to make sure they know like, hey, you're not alone. Like you got other brothers that you can call on or yeah. talk to, even strangers. Tell me, you can message me on Instagram. Hey, I'm going through this. I'll sit down and talk whenever I have time. I'll, I'll write you a message. Hey, brother, you're not alone. Like you were saying right now, if somebody was driving by and they stops by, hey, sit down right here. Put your yeah. earphones on. Put put some headphones on. I'll set up a ne- the another mic and uh, let's thought? let's have a conversation. Yeah, and that's where. Oh shit. <laughs> Holy crap, that got loud. Oh, uh, that happened. And this is what I love about it. <laughs> there's live, there's no uh, I don't, set up. I don't edit and, and, shit. And, and, this is, and I'm telling you right now, this is what people understand that this is for real. Yeah. This is not about, we didn't, I didn't have a plan. Yeah, there's, there was no script here at all. This is my plan. I have my uh, my uh, access accessories around me. Yeah, we got some alcohol uh, and, and all, other and stuff. And all I have to say is that every <coughs> day, and including the days that uh, uh, that we celebrating, because it comes to the days that you know you said about the birthday of Santa Monica. It comes May Cinco de Mayo, May fifth. Uh, people don't know that I actually celebrate that, not in a bad way, but in a way that people gave and people God gave me another uh, plan that I have no idea about. Yeah. And after that plan, now I go to churches and talk to people and tell them what they need to do: screens, screenings on your body. Make sure you get them done. You don't want to wait and leave your children behind because you never screened that you actually did have an artery clot or something. Yeah. Um, and that's something I know like a lot of men tend to do is think that we're Superman. Hell, I did it. Like, I, I'm fully admit I've done it and now i got to realize like I am not Superman. I'm not Wolverine over here. I'm not going to just heal instantly like I thought I could. And I got to give you a, a good story, man. <laughs> Real quick. By all means. Okay. <coughs> I'm in this church. And uh, and I'm going to say it's over there by uh, Cibolo, Texas. And anyway, uh, at that church, after my speech, I, I told them. And this is exactly, I give them my testimony. Mm-hmm. There's no going around it. What I did with my wife next to me and my relation of what I need to have done and what happened and when I found out that I had cancer, and when I needed to get the, the, the surgery, and all of those things that happened, happened for a reason. Exactly. And sometimes you don't know what the hell that damn reason is as it's happening, because I've been there. I did not know. Granted, I'm starting to get more knowledge of it, like, especially with this podcast. It's like, okay, I feel like this is what I need to be doing, and yeah. you know, this is what I'm called to do. But, I came over to that church that I mentioned to you, <coughs> and this wife comes over from the parking lot while I'm outside signing the people to get their screenings. 
Mm-hmm. After I do the speech, I come outside, I'm on the table, and I want to make sure these people get their screenings, right? So I'm signing their their names and their phone number, and that's it. They're going to call them, and they'll set up their appointment, and they'll pay later or whatever. But this lady came over from the parking lot, asked me, is like, can you please talk to my husband? He's in the truck. I've been telling him to do this for I don't know how long. And, and uh, you know, she didn't give me a lot of specifics. She was more of a, he's a stubborn guy and needs to get it done. I don't know what his problems or medical problems are or anything. Yeah. I just want to make sure I help. So well, where is he? He's over there in the truck. Can you come over and get him off the truck? <laughs> and I say, ma'am, I'll tell you one thing. God has a plan for all of us. I can't make him come over to me. If he really wants to help you and your family, he's going to come over. And as we were saying that, there he is, walking over here. <laughs> he walks up, he goes, okay, what do I need to do? I said, sir, let me just say thank you for coming over. Did you hear my, uh, my speech? He said, yeah. I find it very truthful. I said, well, I'm glad because I don't want in any way to come like <laughs> I'm a scam or anything like that. Or like, yeah, you no, written this off a is, script. This yeah. is real. And by the way, Isabel has been, she's been already in several churches. She didn't know <laughs> that I was going to say, oh, yeah, and my wife is right there. <laughs> if anybody has any questions. I can already see Isabel just like looking she at She goes like, oh, my God. <laughs> she did that. I, I already know. Yes. It's like so the leaps and bounds incident. <laughs> so they signed up. And I have no way or any way of knowing what happened afterwards to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Every church that I go has been already hundreds at least. But um, but it was nice to know the next year because we do this. Some of the churches like to for us to come back and take care of their community mm-hmm. to do that. So that lady showed up and said, we were negative and everything. It's like I love it. He <laughs> loves it. He wants to do it again. Um, awesome. Sign up again. But it's true that some communities, again, lifestyle, where we are, we're in San Antonio. And we go to other areas that people don't get what they should be getting. And mm-hmm. that's what I love. And, the, and some of the people at work, sometimes they ask me, it's like, how many people do you get to sign up? I says, I don't care. I sign up one or 50 or 100. I just need one. <laughs> as long as you help one person. That's all I care. And I can go home and come home. And, of course, I'm late. Now we have to go church or not <laughs> and Isabel goes like how does everything go it's like perfect I signed one <laughs> you know so it's it's a matter of uh, going out there and talking to people and doing what you're doing right now yeah and that's and it's something so last night I was out in a bar and there's one individual I ran into started talking to him and like interested to be on the podcast like, all right, I can already sense this guy's got some stuff he wants to say, and that's one thing I want to do with this is I want normal dudes. Like, I know they got a oh, – you got your headphones on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, I don't want this to be scripted. Like, I may have, like, a general, like, topic. Thought. Yeah, or something like that. But I do want it to be just yeah. a conversation. Yeah. And let it go wherever the hell it goes. And uh, But no, help me out. Because, you know, I, I can go all over the place, too. Well, I know. So can I. 
So yeah. I'm, I'm going to be of no assistance on that because I will so, go down that dirt road with you. I'm like, all right, we're going over here. Let's do this. <laughs> so let's make sure that we, we know that we are going in the same conversation. But always, always, the whole point of view is to make sure that people don't know that uh, we're here yeah. to talk. And yeah, then there's plenty of other... What can you do, by the way? <coughs> we're not doctors. Yeah, we're not doctors. We're not counselors. We are just individuals who have been through don't, life. Don't bring your wife and you, and, and you, and then we can't do anything about <laughs> that. You know? Uh, but if you do want to meet us, no matter what, or meet you, no matter what, understand that it's going to be all good. Because God is around us all the time. All the time. On that note... I want to get one more, and we can go after that. Okay. Sounds yeah. good to me. Yes. We got to take a break or what? Oh. Uh, because I do we, have to go to the restroom eventually. That's because we can. <laughs> I don't know if I can pause this thing here. I'll just let it run, and we'll edit back. Okay. So you know how to edit. Yeah, that. I do. This part, oh, I Oh, wait do. a minute. There's that star that came to, m- to our room today. And she says, stop it, stop it, not me. <laughs> so anyway... We want to say hello to everybody because uh, uh, my wife just came out and we want to make sure we have a video and uh, get to know our Thank faces. You. Thank you well, for doing that. Those who follow me on Instagram know my face. Yeah. They're like, who the hell is this guy? Who's that? Who's, who's this you? random guy? <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, oh, me. It's okay. like, who's, this, who's this, this joker over here? No, no. We, <laughs> d- we, uh, we love doing this and uh, um, we hope to get more people talking. I, that's that's my biggest plan get more people talking and understand that nobody's alone in this because uh, I know that's what I felt and I know I'm sure you've had those moments of I kind of feel alone here and I think and like men's mental health is kind of whitewashed in the society and that's my biggest thing to change uh, that's my plan how the yeah. hell I'm going to get there I have no idea except for having more conversations so well, you're doing the right thing man hey how's it is this is not over. It's intermission. Yeah. Time hey, out. We're going to have to take time out. <laughs> time we'll out. Come back in a minute. Pause. We'll be right back. God bless you. Bye. Alrighty. Tell me when. Oh, we're already recording. Oh, we're already on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's going to be a lot of editing. Okay. You can take care of that. But <laughs> yeah, I got that. Is there's something important that uh, we all need to know that uh, there we go. Dur- during our trouble times, um, we tend to go to, um, you know, we talk about sports before. Yeah. Uh, how you can release stress. How you can uh, meditate. Meditation's a big one. Uh, it's uh, Especially for self-reflection. Uh, I notice a lot of people who do not like to self-reflect will not really dig meditating all that much. Well, that's, that comes back again to where we started everything. To understand that... Uh, you have to understand and know and learn about yourself before you even ever try to speak about somebody else Mm -hmm. don't know the other person don't say a word talk about you talk about your bad ones talk about the good ones yeah celebrate the good ones that's something that I'm not the greatest at because again hell I don't even really celebrate my damn birthday to be honest, uh, don't know why. Don't know what happened there. Well, we'll figure that out in therapy. Sometimes <laughs> that comes when we start getting older, by the way. In, okay. in, in Santa Monica, my daughter just asked me, Dad, what do you want to do next Friday on your birthday? Just bring me a nice cake, 
It's Friday. More likely, I'm going to have a little tequila. And I'm going to meditate on my life. And what I mean about that is, is thoughts that brings you as far as I can remember. If I can remember one time, somebody says, you can remember when you were five years old? And I say, yeah. I was actually one time at church with a pastor and they asked me if I can come up and I said, I'm only going to come up if Wally, my brother, comes with me. <laughs> so we <laughs> both end up on the top. <laughs> helping the priest and do all those things so that's one just to give you a big picture a visual of watching your two cousins at church okay the second one is that uh, nobody ever thought that um, all the things that my grandfather did when I was a kid uh, the man so I don't know if it's inspirational, but it was more like learning how upbeat he was, no matter what was going around his world. Was uh, Peppa or? Yes, Peppa. And when he was going through, who knows? Because you and I don't know what mechanism medically or, you know, family or work-wise was not working for him. Mm -hmm. We don't know. <coughs> we know he had emphysema. Yeah. We knew that he took naps a particular time that don't bother him. Uh, we knew that, you know, don't drive him crazy. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go really quick uh, tired. But he never stopped taking us to the swimming pool, the golf course, and teach us how to do golfing and everything else around it he was a big um, person that to see as uh, not just a mentor but just to look at him and say that's my grandfather right there he's on top he's talking and he's with everybody in this golf course talking to everybody and and what what got me a lot is the attention because his voice was exactly like ours yeah I never so I never got to meet Papa obviously he had already passed on before I was born but all I got is the stories to run off of and man I wish I would have been able to meet him God that would have been awesome you'll be surprised how much how many uh, Isabel I always told her my wife Isabel is like if you would have met him you would have been uh, an awe meaning God, like this person is just genuine, straightforward, got a son who likes to speak to his family and kids in no other way, but straightforward. And by the way, we're talking about our voices. Mm -hmm. When he said no, that means yeah. no. <laughs> uh, so Sophia just learned when I say no, no means no. And she actually... So the first time ever, she repeated me back saying no. So I was like, she was a, I forgot what she was getting into, but I was like, no. And she's like, no. Like, damn, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was cute. And I was like, well, damn, I kind of want you to go ahead and, I forgot what she was messing with. It was something that I didn't want her fingers to get caught up in something. So I was like, no. 
and like I realized that no might have been like a little bit harsh for a 11 month old but she was like no oh that was that was pretty cool she like repeated it she repeated it okay she well, was like no well guess what <laughs> it's recording her brain and if he was trying to put her fingers into a plug or something you better say no I think I think it was like a, it was a dog kennel and it was like right there by the hinge which I know a lot about putting my finger in a door hinge and almost getting my finger cut off yeah at an early age I, yeah. I remember that one too <laughs> it was one of those memories I wish I didn't remember <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah so I remember like she was I, I think it was the dog handle she was messing around like right there by the hinges and I just remember like her fingers were getting right there I was like no yes and all I heard back no well go back that to was crazy go back to what I was telling you because uh, my meditation uh, when it comes to days that uh, we don't have somebody around you mm-hmm. um or you do have, but not the people that you would like to in that moment to talk to because that's that particular situation, you feel like, I wish Nuni or Pepe was here to listen to me. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm, we're talking about our grandparents. So <coughs> we are saying the same things and we're understanding each other, Nick and I, but what I do, and again, is just me, I, go to music. Um, I know we're talking about sports and all that. I repeated that again, but music to me means a lot. Yeah, music in in our family, by the way, you know that. Oh yeah. Nuni and Pepe were dancers. Yep. Love music. They can sing it. They I can got, dance it. I got some of that ballroom dancing myself there. Okay. So there you go. I just I need the two step, the country two step into workout and the uh, salsa and other cool stuff. Yes, and that includes everybody, by the way. They want yeah. even the ones like Georgie that moves like a <laughs> stick. <laughs> you know, but, but once he gets his, his uh, uh, emotions all together and a good uh, a good uh, uh, um, family atmosphere, you've seen him here oh yeah oh yeah right here in this garage yes right here in the garage we call it by the way Pepe Villasenor gave us a good name for our garage oh you got a name for the garage now yes please tell <laughs> the barrels the, the 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 clown barrel in Spanish is it payaso el, bar, el barril de payasos ah so it's the barrels clown <laughs> That's awesome and that means that there's a barrel, there's a there's a beer, there's a drink that you can have, and there's plenty of clowns to do. <laughs> you can dance it, you can sing it, you can act as you want. You're in my house now. Don't get out of the yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't get too crazy now. There, there, there will be plenty of uh, tios and, <laughs> and cousins that will say settle down. So you you'll get about three or four settle downs before the yeah. settle down becomes a little bit it more forceful you only need to hear one to say no you don't do that exactly anyway so uh meditation to me music is is number one today and in the day there the pandemic because we all close doors sometimes and we don't get the chance to to hear some of the things that connects you in that song to something that is very special mm-hmm. that can go to my kids my beautiful daughters when they were born uh, and I'm talking about country music but I can actually talk about uh, Spanish music uh, cumbias um, I can go back to oh my god 
Vicente Fernández Vicente Fernández, Pedro Infante uh, Alfredo Jiménez um, and I'm speaking words that I mean names that I mean, you may not have heard so I, I know uh, the first Vicente Fernández and uh, Pedro uh, ah, crap Infante thank you Infante uh, so my dad dad still like blasts Vicente Fernandez and uh, yes. my well I think they're my upstairs neighbors but they have a garage below me or right next to my garage at the oh apartment oh my god they go on and they go with Vicente Fernandez and I'm like in my and I, I like my place to be quiet when I'm going to bed but when I hear the Vicente Fernandez I'm like I'm like you're good I'm okay with this <laughs> I'll let this one slide <laughs> can you put a little louder I can move a so yeah I'm, I got like two garages and good flooring here mm-hmm. but yeah well is this is when uh, when you're growing up again <coughs> and when you're in a group with guys mm-hmm. in high school and everything you know we listen to all kinds of music we, oh, yeah. we disco yeah. you name it because I love anything it's a very eclectic you know selection of music absolutely 100% I don't care what you want to put the girls that come out in my house with some songs that I'm like who's that and they tell me their names and everything's like I don't know what it is and I don't know what it is about the name but that beat got me moving <laughs> and when I mean about moving it makes again it, it like moves your soul right meditation again I cannot have to listen to a particular song from Vicente Fernandez I can hear a song that has a beat uh, and the beat that makes me move um, so it reminds me again of where I came from mm-hmm. and that's the person and people in our lives that taught us that when you move and when you dance and when you're grooving it's not just um, a song and a dance it's a connection yeah it's a connection to somebody and one of the more important things is that when you're singing I don't know if you know that but when you sing what oh I, I know I again I just sang recently and it was granted it was awkward at first because I hadn't sang in a long time so tell me about that uh, so I sang uh, what's his name uh, perfect by shit what is his name I don't want to get this wrong uh, let's look it up here. Well, I'm sure you were ready to sing it because. Well, because I mean, I like so I when, said, when it comes to the sometimes the name. I remember the lyrics. But I can listen to something about the once. song. Yeah. Yes. And that song. Uh, what is his name? Damn it! It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Take your time. Uh, Ed, Ed Sheeran. There you go, Ed Sheeran. So I sing that. Uh, how does it go? How does it go? Oh, I'm not singing it here. We're not at that point just yet. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners eventually hear me sing. We ain't there yet. There's not enough scotch in. Well, I'm not even drinking scotch, but. <laughs> it's not about lock the door and turn the lights down. No, it's, it's not one of those songs. No, okay. <laughs> those, those require. That was at a wedding, by the way, you were singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what did it mean, the song? So the song to me meant it meant it was meant for a specific person okay who will remain nameless as of this point uh good person an incredible person a beautiful soul Great. beautiful freaking soul beautiful uh yeah that's what it meant to me but also at the same time it was like because of the trauma i experienced in my my most recent 
recent relationship, yeah, you know, I was told, don't sing, you suck. I was like, <laughs> well, fuck me, right? I guess I'll go just fuck myself. No, but, no don't do that. But, uh, <laughs> like, a lot of people are saying, like, man, it's that was good. You can sing. Like, I thought I could, but I have trauma from a narcissistic relationship that, like, it it doesn't... Oh, I haven't, okay. I haven't, I haven't, you know, gotten that out of my head yet. I got you. And like, uh, music for me has been one of the better, better escapes or better ways to express. So I used to play guitar all the time. Oh, you did? I played trombone, obviously. Oh, band, I remember the trombone. Yeah, you know, for a long time. Yeah, but not guitar. Yeah, I played guitar. Actually, funny story, Mark, my brother. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how many years ago this was. He bought a guitar, an electric guitar. Yeah, and he was like months learning how to play "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star," until he realized <laughs> music is not for me. He he gave me that guitar for Christmas oh one year. Oh my god! And he goes, "I was on on that thing for three months trying to learn Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You have it for one day, and you're already doing like chords and stuff." <laughs> and like, for, for me, it's just something that comes, I guess, naturally. It's a it's a gift, you know, as far as music goes, like piano. Uh, do you remember me playing the piano at all? No. Mooney remembers the piano. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I used to play piano. What piano? I had, well, it was a keyboard I had. Oh, okay. I wasn't like, where yeah, we, we didn't. We didn't have no badass yeah. baby grand or nothing like that. But, uh, so, yeah, like playing music. Just playing music in general or singing. Yeah. You know, it, each song to me has a specific feeling and memory involved yeah. with it. That's exactly it. And... You know, when, whenever the song comes out, so like I sent you a song recently uh, from Turnpike Troubadours, oh, yes. uh, down yeah, song's called Down Here. What did you put in the text? It's the text so message you told me. What did you tell me? It's literally something that every it's how it's it's a song that made me feel how Alex has made me feel my entire life. Like whenever I'm at that point, that low point, it's like you're all right, you're okay, you know. And he, there's a part in the song, a lyric that's like, "You can have a nickel out of my last dime." Uh, that is my cousin here, Alex. Yeah. To a T. Yeah. It, it would probably be, you can have the dime out of my last dime. Yes. Honestly. And I told you right now because I, I haven't talked to Nick until this start uh, the podcast started. <laughs> but uh, the the very very amazing thing about God that think, you know puts things together for us, and we don't know how He does that. Is that uh, yeah? I was uh, and I want to say it. I was in the restroom. So I'd sit down because that's usually what I think and I <laughs> that's, that's 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 our moment on our on our throne. Just I, like that's, our eyes. that's usually the way the way I think that <laughs> nobody's gonna knock on the door or if they knock I'm not gonna listen to it. anyway. But the news, music, things that I wanna hear, something I wanna learn something or uh, something that I need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I go to a place that I you know I don't want to say I don't want to be bothered because my doors are always open for anybody. But when you send that to me, I sit down and I was listening to it. And again, I am a little older. If anybody's listening to me, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be 56 next year. And my, my throat just choked up because it didn't only say the words that you were listening. I told you this earlier. Mm-hmm. The, the video that you sent to me, it shows what... I used to do and things that I used to do when I was a kid going through rodeos and and being with family with ranches where I grew up 
as a, I don't know, 5 to 17, 18 years old. And I saw that video, mm. and I'm listening to the song that you told me, listen <laughs> to the song, but I'm looking at the video, and I'm going like, God oh, my God, <laughs> that was that was me and going there and doing all these things. And, and this guy was, you know, holding on on the on the On, on the, the reins. On the, the reins, yeah. Uh, 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 riding a, a, a horse and I'm like God that not only that connected to me is like how can I say you got the right video if you think that's well, now the song was different because to you it meant yeah it meant, it meant the song to me meant and that's, that's another thing I think for a lot of people is like a certain song can mean something like you can take one like take that song uh, from Turnpike Jubidors, uh down here yeah, that song, the lyrics and the melody can mean something completely different to another dude Absolutely. down the road. Yep. But to me, he was like, "Damn, that's Alex telling you, like, yep. you're gonna be all right. Yeah, you're just fine. Yeah, you can have a make a lot of my last dime. Thank you. And that's like, Fuck, that's Alex. And not only that, but again, <laughs> and then you put me in the spot where I was thinking, thank God, uh, we have that connection that he had no idea that that was me actually when I was young i mean I've, I've known stories like i didn't pay too much so i was listening more to the music but i saw the video i'm like i there was a slight connection but not that much because i remember mom telling me stories and how i've ridden horses the last oh. time i rode a horse i got thrown over the top yeah. and yeah. i was and i hit a rock on my back that hurt my <laughs> i remember the horse just looking at me like you okay bro uh-huh. like, what do you think you just threw me off <laughs> we were having a good well. old time until you threw me off I can give you, uh, you know, if we have to go through a list of songs and and, uh, and music again, that, uh, like, for example, uh, Isabel. Isabel has her retreat songs, and we can go in the patio sometimes and, and, you know, be having drinks and everything. But when she starts putting that music, all I do is, this is what I do. I sit down in the chair, and I watch her sing. None of us are great singers. We are pretend to sing <laughs> and think that we good but <coughs> when she's singing and singing <coughs> her ass off and telling God thank you about that song and, and singing I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about oh you know Isabel she's, she's not going to come out of, no 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 I'm talking about like two hours I just sit my ass down on the chair and watch her go yeah after that night the next morning when I wake up all I see in her is smile and smile and smile. My point again, when we meditate, and what I was asking you earlier, what do you think about when you sing? Did you understand that when you're singing, you're actually praying? Yeah. And I'm, I forgot where I saw this quote, but he it goes like, he who sings prays twice. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's... Like, yeah, there is something tied in there, and granted, with the stuff that I've gone through, you know, and granted, I am the, I am my own worst critic, so I think I am a horrible shit singer, even though people tell me, like, hey, sing, you can sing, you can do this, you can do, like, you can play music, you're good at it, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and pass. Yeah, I know. And I had just enough scotch in me that night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had just, just enough McAllen. So you sang at the, at the wedding... What happened? I don't remember. Nobody danced? Well, it was more to like 
bride and groom. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I don't Any know. collapse, or did they boo uh, you? I didn't get booed. Oh, right. So that was, was positive, right? I was. I was already on that other side of. Uh, I need to start drinking water instead of scotch at this point because <laughs> no, that no. bottle was already done. So. <laughs> There's a little bit of fogginess tied to this memory as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, like a couple of couple of guys that sound like, dude, you, you can sing. You can sing. You got a good voice. Yeah, you do. And uh, that's where I'm like, eh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stay away from this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, so what's funny is like every now and again, I'll. So some of my friends have heard me sing, but I do it jokingly. So I purposely go off key. Yeah. Like purposely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what I do. But uh, and that's a, a funny thing. The thing I learned about me is when I'm getting to a point of I'm not feeling comfortable, or this is like hitting a uh, for me like a it, it's a weak moment. I deflect with humor. Okay. So I'll start the hell. Damn flies coming yeah. right here by my eye. <laughs> they like you. Why? <laughs> they just like <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'll, I'll deflect with humor. And uh, a r- incredible friend of mine, I, I've told her that. And now, well, damn, now everybody knows. Damn, blown that secret. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll deflect with humor. Like, I'll, if I'm getting to a touchy subject or whatever and I'm actually feeling any sort of pain, I'll immediately go and make a joke about something. And not only that, like if I feel like if I can see that somebody's in pain or hurting or whatever, I will go out of my way to make them feel better because I know what it feels like to be there. And you know, it's it's something that I do love about me, but at the same time it's I hate that I had to experience that pain to know that pain that they're going through. Yeah. But I love the fact that I can acknowledge it and be like, Hey, let me get you out of this. Cause I, I know what you're going through. I I know it sucks. Here well, here here let me make you laugh. It, it, it again it makes sense to what you're telling me because everything that you said mm-hmm. right there is a reaction to your protection yeah. you you just don't want to go put, put my put my walls up on my castle not only that but you chose another tool mm-hmm. and we're not not funny we you, could, you're pretty damn funny well you we could be a comedian you and oh my god you and Wally together you can add a few more. <laughs> Jim Flood. You haven't seen him. I, was gonna, I, I, I love him. I know he's family. And I regret the fact that I never got... I, I want to change that. Jim, if you ever listen to this. Oh, Jim. He to, he listen yeah. to Jim, Wally, and I. And I'm going to have to say both of them first. Because it was like automatic. You know, like the family get together and, and, and they mm-hmm. doing things or whatever. But there was a clowning moment. But when it comes to when you when you're on closed doors and everybody's there, and it's almost like who's gonna be the best clown? That's how it goes. <laughs> and and it, it and it was almost every time. Yeah. So by the way, it doesn't have to be at the wedding. It doesn't have to be at church or anywhere. It can be in any anywhere, anytime. You could be by yourself with Sophia and tell her. Can you tell me what happens if, you know, blah, 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 and there's a joke on it, and she gets it, you start actually teaching her, that's a joke. That's a good joke. Yeah. And again, just the conversational, to know, because she may not know about those things on her side. Yeah. And I'm telling you, because sometimes 
kids like that don't pick those things like we did. Going back to what we are talking about, mm -hmm. we need to teach our kids their jokes. They are, you know, r good jokes. You can put whatever you want in the joke, but be, you know, mindful, respectful, and uh, when you say a bad word, say, hey, I'm going to say a bad word, and I'm going to give you this joke, <laughs> and everybody's going like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> and he tells you the joke, and you all go like, holy crap. So, do you want me to tell you about the Georgie joke? Oh, you, by uh, all means. Okay, here it is. I'm not going to give you a live story of Georgie, but Georgie <laughs> had a little bit of a bad, <laughs> bad communication. He, uh, he grew up with, uh, uh, he couldn't speak a few letters. He couldn't say a few yeah. letters when he was growing up. And uh, my brother, Georgie, was uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, the eight, nine years old. And so, we were in the restaurant. And my dad took us to this nice, beautiful restaurant, and everybody's sitting down. They're taking care of us, and we we feel like loyal there, like a royalty or something. And Georgie just spoke out loud to everybody. Said, "Dad," from the other side of the table. He said, "Dad, <laughs> what? I learned a new word. Oh, really, son? <laughs> what is that word? Cabron." <laughs> table goes like okay <laughs> what do you say is that a good joke son or is it like don't say that word ever again no i applauded i said there you go man you're growing up <laughs> what that's, that's funny just watch who you say that to <laughs> yeah. yeah but don't worry just be yourself yeah he's learning words let him go right <laughs> yep so anywhere music jokes um conversations you know any like any sort of artistic uh, painting shit playing guitar piano i don't play the trombone anymore because i'm pretty sure my neighbors would not really appreciate that but don't worry about it uh when i get a house though yeah trombone's coming back oh, that's right i forgot about that you're in the apartment so yeah when i get a house trombone's coming back you, you bring that guitar and we go at it in the patio because in the patio Isabel sings beautiful songs. I don't know if you've seen the video. Nina can sing. Oh, I know Nina can sing. Yes. Like, I know Nina can sing. Yeah. And actually, so, what I've learned about <clears throat> my voice, like, I, I know, like, where my actual vocal register is. Nina's vocal register is actually perfect for duets for me because she has that, uh, it's like a one and a half octave or a, a one octave or two octave uh, above mine. Yeah. So it's actually perfect for duets. Yes, yes. So I'm kind of, once I get enough scotch, we'll, well, we'll, we'll go ahead and try that one. So I'm leaning around, y'all. I won't really give a shit. But every time you come home again, or we go over there, it doesn't matter. Where we go, make sure you have the guitar coming up. Because, again, it's not about how good we are about things that we do. It's uh, it's about practicing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have... And, the and creating memories, to yes, be honest. Yes, you I mean, doing it. Do we have how many damn? And what sucks is I don't remember all of my memories because of the whole dissociation thing, and that's kind of well, shitty. But the memories me, I have, though, tell me a little bit more awesome. about that. I, I think everybody here needs to understand. So with dissociation, uh, when it comes to like childhood trauma, your brain has to find a way to survive, so it doesn't have a basically a mental breakdown. And did, just you, did you know how how when did this started? So this started for me in second grade. 
uh, is when it all started. I'm not going to go into details of what made it start just yet. Not there yet. Not even there yet with my therapist. So, I mean, he's further along down the line than I think anybody is that knows way more about it. And anyway, continuing on. Uh, it all started for me in second grade. Um, and basically, I had to detach from reality is what it is. Okay. Had to detach from reality to survive. And then it created alters in me. Uh, alternate personalities okay and when i go into a fugue state or when i dissociate i'm no longer there it's it's no like so yeah my my flesh and my this meat suit that i have right here is there present obviously but when it comes down to me myself my core personality yeah uh nick nick is gone i i've detached myself from reality i'm no longer there at that moment yeah, like once it happens, and I now I know how to catch it too, which okay. is crazy. Um, it almost feels like I'm getting ready to pass out. Like uh, I start getting gray out, what it feels like, and I start just focusing on one point. Okay. And my breathing changes, and then you know, I like my breathing comes a little bit more rapid. Yeah. Like I'm almost having a panic attack, and then like I start to kind of gray out. And then after that, I don't know because that's when an alter takes over. Okay. But that's where I—that's me detaching. My core personality is no longer there. It's no longer Nick. It's somebody else. Now you know this. Now I know it, and it took 32 years, and uh, a lot of things to come to fruition to like realize, oh crap, I have a situation here, and that's what started me really going to therapy hard, and realizing, okay, what the hell is going on with me? And, uh, and it has to do with like a lot of memories, a lot of false memories, uh, and like what the false memories are is just to fill in the gaps, mm-hmm. because there are years of my life that I have certain memories of, yeah. Then I have other memories that coincide with that same time period, which uh, of course they don't align, yeah. So it's for me, it's a lot of deciphering. Okay, what's real? What isn't? What really happened to me? What didn't happen to me? And then having to heal the childhood trauma that I went through, and uh, this you learned now. Yeah, I'm, I've learned it. It's been uh, ten months. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry, burping there. It's uh, been ten months of being in therapy for this specific reason. Right. So I've learned a lot, and yet at the same time, I'm still not. I'm, I'm working on it. Right. But I'm still not fully healed and still haven't disclosed everything to my therapist because it's it takes a lot of work to go from altar to altar to download the memories and then like tell my therapist and not go and not dissociate while I'm doing it. Uh, and he, he my therapist is an amazing therapist. Uh, Dr. Petrie is phenomenal, challenges me every single time, yet always ends it on a good note. Uh, I, he I, I just, for some reason, I just now realized it this week that it's like, man, he always tries to end things on a good note. <laughs> so I appreciate the hell out of that. But uh, I'm glad he uh, he knows when to push. He knows when to challenge. He knows when to pull back. He knows when to let me go off topic. And like sometimes we'll talk about guns. Uh, sometimes we'll talk about you know you know random stuff. Yeah. Uh, mostly towards the end of the session because he knows that I'm already emotionally getting tired. Okay. And uh, 
so yeah, when it comes to the whole dissociation thing, he knows that I'm getting ready to do it, and he he has some uh, EMDR work in a uh, in a in trauma. Yeah, and he knows how to kind of like keep me present is what it is. Is keep me like keep me myself, my core self here in the present. When he can see me slipping, uh, apparently, like I start shaking my leg a lot uh, when I am starting to get activated, is what he calls it, or triggered. Uh, but I think activated is a better word rather than triggered. So when I start getting activated, I start shaking my leg a lot. And that's the anxiety starting to build up and my brain trying to say like, okay, this is dangerous. This is a threat. We need to get the fuck out. Uh, so he, and he notices it instantly. Okay. And, uh, there's one other person in my life, which it's, I'm, it's some sort of Jedi mind trick is what she does to me. Yeah. Uh, she just intuitively senses it and grabs my hand and starts rubbing my hand. And like before my even before my leg even starts to shake, she's grabbing my hand and rubbing my hand. I'm like, holy shit! How do you Jedi mind trick <laughs> yeah. type stuff? But so yeah, how did you know this? Yeah, that's my thing. Is like you got some sort of witchcraft wizardry stuff going on over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she's an INFJ, and they're number one on their cognitive stack. Wait, I think it's actually extroverted feeling, but they're oh no. Or it's an introverted intuition, I think is what it is. Okay. So she can, she has, she has a better intuition than I do. So when it comes down to like the whole cognitive, cognitive stack, when it comes to the 16 personalities or the MBTI, uh-huh. uh, as far as at the number one, I think it's like INFJ, ENFJ that have the best intuition of anybody. And then it's like INFPs. Uh, but yeah, so she, like without even my leg, Shaking. Well, let, let, right me, there. let me ask you why. Why did this happen? Why did what happen? This to you. Oh. Uh, why did the dissociation happen? Everything. So I know what I'm figuring out now. And I, I, I know that there's a plan behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what that plan is because it's God's plan. Okay. It's in God in granted there are many times I try to wrestle the control back from God. Okay. And it never works out. <laughs> but you know that there's yeah. a reason why. There is a reason why. Okay. And I don't know if it is because of the podcast. All I know is that this is going to keep going regardless because I do believe that I can do some good if I can help a couple people out. You know, a year or just one person a year, I'll consider this a great success. But as far as the reasons why, I don't know that just yet. But I know there is a reason why. There is. There has to be. Because all the suffering that I've been through in my entire life, mm-hmm. regardless, I'm not going to let that suffering just be suffering for no reason. I'm going to... I'm already in pain. You know, I'm, I'm already suffering. I'm going to get a freaking reward from this. Instead of just have it be meaningless suffering right so why you understand that when it comes to the question why is that a lot of us that went through like I said cancer or car crash hmm, um, divorce childhood trauma war (coughs) um, people coming from war 
doctors today, nurses coming out of their hospitals. Mm-hmm. A lot of people having PTSD or complex PTSD. COVID-19 mm-hmm. and is, is not helping the first responders, right? Yeah. So, me and them and you, we go, why? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. How can we get it better? Well, why? We're never going to know. I don't care how good a scientist you are. You're not going to know why is the COVID-19 coming in here. You're never going to know why I'm reacting to this exactly now. You're never going to know because well, before you got married and not knowing what you're going through. We didn't know that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So why that happened? We don't know, but it happened. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? So for me, the what is going to be continuing to learn about myself and understanding all of my traumas and coming into acceptance of those traumas. It not Not trying to let the trauma dictate my life moving forward. Absolutely. I write the story of my life. Absolutely. Nobody else does. Amen. <laughs> nobody, nobody else writes the goosebumps now. <laughs> nobody else writes my story. Only I write my story. And Marga, can you hear that, please? <laughs> my God, if she was here Marga, right now, she'd be. Marga's <laughs> my tia, Marga. So that, that's my mom. Yes. <laughs> God bless her. She would be praising joy over there on the corner or grabbing the microphone like yes that's right <laughs> yeah so being able and some of that my therapist and I talk about is my greatest strength will come once I'm able to stand in my own truth which is something I never I never really believed in like one thing that always irritated me back in the past is people saying like well this is my truth I would always say like well no there is the truth and then there is your opinion but now I'm starting to realize, like, you know what? There is a there is a truth, there is somebody's truth, and then there is somebody's opinion. There, called, there are three levels. It's called your testimony. Yes. Exactly. That's actually an amazing word mm-hmm. for that. Yes. Say so, or word or verb or whatever. But yeah. That's a... And that's something that a therapist and I talk about. Like, once you're able to just stand in your truth or your testimony... Damn, I'm going to use that now. And tell yes. my therapist about that one. Yes, sir. <coughs> uh, once I'm able to stand in that and be like, you know what, this is me. This is the truth. If you don't like it, is the truth. If you don't like it, not off. Yeah. You know, you, I, I, I don't care. If you don't want to talk with us, it's okay. I understand it. Yeah. That's not your circus. This is our circus. We rely on the truth and testimony mm-hmm. of God and us. Exactly. Today, we're talking about you. So, yeah, once I'm able to actually stand in that, which I'm not there yet, it's going to take some time. Once I'm able to stand in that, and a couple people have already told me this, dude, you're going to be fucking unstoppable. You know, my therapist, uh, a dear friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine actually, said, like, you're going to be that dude. You're going to be a dude on the hilltop that people are going to try to strive to be. Which I think is fucking ridiculous at this point right now. Where I'm at right now, I'm like, yeah, I don't don't strive to be me. 
that that's probably uh but you say think other people think that's what other people think or what what other people feel it's like you're going to be that shining and the thing that comes to my mind i don't know if you've ever read uh uh, crap 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 i had it right now and i I can't never read crap neither have i (laughs) Well, I'll always you, good. But I'll tell you what you're telling me right now mm-hmm. is exactly what you should be hearing to yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working on that. Even though I have the headphones on and hearing my own voice. <laughs> I'm glad you're recording this because this iPod and everything iPod, uh, everything that we're going to remember about this from the beginning mm-hmm. it, it is where sometimes you have to go back and listen again. Yeah. Go back and, and listen to the beginning. And again, it has to go back to, like, for me, as an INFP, my extroverted thinking, I need to work on that because that's the bottom of my stack. But, yeah, as far as me believing in myself, I can at times, at other times, you know, I'm just like, ah, it's not going to happen. But I know that I can reach into other people and see, I can see the potential in other people. Yeah. And... I can do everything I can to pull it out of them. There you go. And it's it's more of like I I can't okay I can't pull it out of them, but I can show them the way. Like here's what you could be. I can show you the path, and all I can do is that, that, yes, I mean, that that's it that's it that's all I can do is show you the path. All I can do is hope to help you find a way. I cannot make you do. Mm-hmm. I can't make you do it, but I can help you find a way. Yes. And uh, actually another movie quote. Uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, have you ever seen that movie? No. Amazing movie. I suggest you see it. Ant? Huh? Ant? Uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, oh. It's a golfing movie. Okay, no. It, it, okay, it's a golfing movie, but it's not about golf. And I'm... I was going to go to the cartoon <laughs> Ant. I'm like, oh. No. no, it's not that. Um, no, by the way, that taught me a lot of things, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch yeah, a lot of movies car- to start car- realizing. It's, like, it's, shit. Car- <laughs> it's a cartoon that we were talking about earlier about ants, uh, movie, uh, uh, you know, the monster, must, monsters, uh, ink. Uh, <laughs> no, but things that I told my girls that when I was watching those those movies, there was a lot of true stuff in there. A lot of good life lessons and real good life lessons, and people were. Th- think like at the time they were watching like oh that was a lot of crap yeah it was just a kids movie what, yeah, are we gonna yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that um, so a lot of the movies that we see today's day for the kids are actually teaching the kids yeah about what's going on so regardless of I'm sorry the, the oh, you movie you were talking about is that everything that you're doing when I ask you what are your expectations my expectations are, as of right now, if I can help one person out, even if it's just one, at this point, just one person. Come over. Talk to us. Yeah. Let's talk. That, that'd be awesome. Oh, we'll be sweating out. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I will be loving to hear that person that is connecting with you. And and uh, we, we might have to take a few breaks. <laughs> Because or just let it roll, man. I know, but you know, when you connect, mm-hmm. you connect, and like I mentioned to you, many people were were understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that happens. 
and hoping they realize you know you're not alone because again this is men's mental health and wellness right and a lot of dudes really do shy away from like right. hey i need help yes it's okay to ask for help yes it really is i mean it took me a lot of years to realize and alex is one of my first calls i'm like hey i got this going on and that wasn't a all out i need your help but he i already knew he knew i already knew that you knew so i was waiting <laughs> but uh so yeah uh i never gonna tell you come on and do it i was just waiting for you to ask me that's a, that's another thing a lot of people don't realize is sometimes it doesn't mean telling somebody how to do something it just means sit there and listen yeah. just shut up have a compassionate ear and that's something that i feel like in society these days is kind of gone out the window compassion is like damn near gone and getting back to the book I was telling you about earlier, uh, damn it! And then I had it and I just forgot it again. A book, a book that you read? Yeah, well, I, it's one of my favorite books. Um, a book that you read? Don, Don Quixote. Okay. Don Quixote, uh, where he's basically trying to show the world a better way by being chivalrous. Okay. And he's uh, basically a basically a bum in today's terms. Mm-hmm. Raggedy armor, yeah. Like that's not really even armor, and rides a donkey. And was trying to portray that he's a knight on a noble steed and that chivalry will save us all. And right. I relate to that because, like, yeah, that's true, especially in times today. Like, yes. Yes. You know, and that's, that's kind of one thing that, you know, I've been told is, you know, and this is the part where it's difficult for me to believe as of right now. Yeah. But going back to the where some people have said, like, you're going to be that dude on the hill, that shining beacon on the hill yeah. that people are going to strive for. Uh-huh. And they're gonna freaking stumble. They're gonna fall. They're gonna end up, you know, in hell. But yet you're gonna be the dude that's gonna be willing to walk through hell's gates, yes. go and pick them up, and bring them back out. And I, I, yes, I do believe the whole like I'll go to hell with somebody, you know, in an instant. Somebody I care about, I'll go to hell with them in a heartbeat, no questions asked. Like, all right, I'm there with you. Now that's you. That's me. That's today. That's today. Exactly. As far as the shining beacon, I think that's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what I'm trying to clear out is that you actually just told me something when I asked you, what are your expectations? Remember I asked you that earlier? Uh-huh. And then you went on on telling me. But the end of the, the whole conversation, you just told me, you want to be on top of the peak. That's... I do. It. That's... Forget about the other portions of the book or anything god damn you're good at this <laughs> but what i'm telling you is that you just told me that you want to be on top of the pick okay i want to be on top of the pick wally want to be on top of the pick people your mom your I dad feel like papa was on top of that peak though i think he From the stories i heard i think he was on top of that peak well in my in my book he is. <laughs> From the stories I've heard in my book, he is. Yeah, I better say that. If not, I'm, the door's not going to be open, and the guy's going to say, well, he said that, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm sure Papa would be. From the stories I've heard, I'm sure Papa He's would be like, I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen. VIP. We're, we're, we're the bolt cutters. I'm going to open this gates. St. <laughs> Peter, get out of my way. <laughs> Again, these are just from stories I've heard, because I never got to meet Papa, which sucks. Yeah. But but you have it in you. I See, this is this is what I'm trying to tell you. That uh. There's a lot of things that we don't talk like in this day. Uh-huh. Wally, Wally was on the phone earlier with uh-huh. us, my brother. 
and there's a lot of things that we don't talk about that it mentions everything that you talk about and you said that we don't know the people was saying at that time before we were born mm-hmm. see what I'm talking about yeah so they're great army military husband grandpa uncle nephew you name it pilot pilot everything that they were he was a firefighter too wasn't he but we don't know the negatives yeah. about him and I don't say negatives in the bad way I'm saying the blocks that he has to go through and at that time he didn't have what we have today yeah today we have conversations we have conversations we have all kinds of means of kind of navigating stuff don't don't throw it away and again you know (laughs) talking about songs and everything there's songs that I always love to sing and I'll show you later but there's songs that reminds me of him when he passed away what I lost and when I mean about the song it makes me feel sad yeah friends come over and I say this is my grandpa's song and they're thinking that this is a grandpa a happy song with it no no it's very sad grandpa mm-hmm. just died yeah <laughs> you know it's like wow and there are, everybody's crying after we were you know feeling good and everything but I just told them the reason why I'm telling you this is my grandpa's song is because it connects me back to him mm-hmm. it reminds me to continue doing what he taught me and when it comes to just being a, a daddy today I'd be happy to tell you right now that Santa Monica, eventually, she will be maybe the first one on Nina. Or Alex, who knows? The first one that brings me a grandchild, I told her, I want to be a Pepo all the way, all over (laughs) again. So when I go up there, like the king on top of the peak, Mm -hmm. they can just see me and all I can do or say, maybe from on top, and just say, hey, don't worry about it. Nick and I went through all those things. You go through it. Mm-hmm. Rely on your family. Rely on love and God. Big time. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? So for me, I mean, like, I don't, again, I never got to meet Papa. So for me, it's with more with Nooney. Uh, I remember going to Dunkin' Donuts tough all, all the time. She was tough and nails, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I remember one time when uh, she dislocated her hip, she was still walking around. I'm like, how the... Which how? One? Which one? Oh, there's a couple times <laughs> when she dislocated <laughs> her hip, she was still walking around on a walker, just like nothing happened. I'm like, God dang. EMS like, knew her by her name. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny is like, only looking back, like when I was when this happened, I didn't realize how tough she was, but yeah. God dang. She would walk around with a dislocated hip like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. There she goes. Click. Yeah. Click. Click. Lord. Click. <laughs> but like there's a lot of uh, stuff. What happened to Nuni? One time she took off. She was not supposed to be driving. I think I was with her. No. Oh, no. don't tell me. You were not going to go the soul. No. <laughs> she needed her lemon or, uh, uh, lemon filled. You were the co-pilot then? I, apparently. 12 years old. I was fine with it. <laughs> We were going to Dunkin' Donuts, and I was having conversations with wonderful people back then uh, oh that are they were Nooney's age. I was 12 years old, and they were like 70, 80, and I was having awesome conversations with them back in the day. That's and probably why I like this so much now. But and the police showed up later. 
The police showed up? I don't know. The police yeah, they up. had to go and find out because I, I don't your know. mom had to find her. Anyway. I don't remember the police showing up. <laughs> Again, I remember going to Dunkin' Donuts. I remember that. <laughs> I remember she had that blue cutlass. I remember the blue cutlass. Oh, yeah. That I remember. But as far as like what it makes me think of is what what I want, what I, what I would like to see when I pass away, whenever God calls me home. Mm-hmm. Is Nunu being there and be like, you did good. Um, yeah. That's well, I hope I hope I can be around that or waiting for you. Hey, you're not. I told you last night, you're not allowed <laughs> to die for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's allowed to die. Yeah. We all got to live a long... I'm, I'm on schedule, everybody. <laughs> he already has a plan in, in, yeah. in place. If yeah. he does die, it's like, okay, don't. nobody tell Nick... Yeah. That we're gonna have a bunch of recordings. Uh, if he calls, just play this recording and no, I just, <laughs> I just play your song, and then I ask God, listen to this song, and I said, see, he's asking for you to give me a different plan. <laughs> I know you want your plan to be, I don't know when, but can you extend it maybe ten years more? <laughs> give me, give me, give me. Can I, can I do a ten-year extension on this contract, God? Yeah, but, but it, it's it's again. We go back again. We talk about the song. Everything that we uh, have around us, they're tools. Yeah. They're tools. Songs are tools. Uh, family are your tools. Right here. We're not going anywhere until God said so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but songs... Granted, even then. Right. Y'all are still there. Like, I still... Nini is here. Yeah. Even though I never got to know Papaw. Papaw is here. And granted, they may be dancing. They may be cracking jokes over there. Nini with her white Russians. <laughs> Love yeah. White Russians, by the way. I, I totally got I, that from Nooney. I, I, took, I took care <laughs> of that for I don't know how many years. But I enjoyed it. Having conversations with them, by the way. This is another thing. Okay? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. In family, in uh, situations that we go through, um, I, I have to say I'm one of them that blocked maybe two or three secrets. We call it secrets that nobody knows. Yeah. Like, nobody knew when I was in Mexico and I did something. And I tell my mom, Mom, I did that. That washer and dryer that you have on top and they broke and it's because I put my arm right through the rollers. And the rollers busted through my arm. And when we went downstairs, Wally and I said, I, I fell down and I broke my arm. No. I went upstairs to the washer and dryers where they have those big rollers when you used to put the clothes to dry through it. You know, yeah. they, were wa- they were watered. And you just put the clothes. No, I put my hand and my arm through it until it popped. Oof. So I we went to the hospital and like, how do you do this? Uh, I fell down. <laughs> you know. So eventually, you know, we talked about those things. Uh, eventually, we talked about many things, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this day... My mom goes like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear all that <laughs> stuff that you didn't tell me. Let it be. But in this case, in ourselves right now, it's, it's more about communication. And uh, whenever you feel like you need to say something, say something. Yeah. And I know, like, I mean, there's a shit ton of stuff I blocked from everybody. Uh, and granted, a lot of that stuff that was blocked was just because of the alters that I have. And just not even knowing what my real past is. 
and like learning a lot of stuff right now it's it's more of i wanted to have a complete story beforehand and yeah. be okay with being able to express it yeah because i'm not even there in therapy yet and yet my therapist knows dr petrie knows he's amazing at what he does he's a phenomenal therapist and even he doesn't know everything and i know that because i don't know everything because there's still there's still gray areas where i'm like what the fuck happened here what happened here what happened here there will there will be different things that you're gonna have to do different today Mm -hmm. i mean at work uh how you realize you were talking about when you go on route in your truck um recognize it that when you are working you have a good job you know it don't 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 uh underestimate the opportunity of having a work yeah um don't underestimate that you got you know a little bit of minute or two to be with sophia yeah on whatever day because it could be zero yeah um, don't underestimate that you have your mom and dad and all of us around don't, you. Yeah, don't take any of that stuff for granted. Um, I would not know what to do if I didn't have all of those things. Amen. And But I did know eventually because I was taught that there is a God they will set a plan for you. It doesn't matter what it is. I can die tomorrow. And that was my plan. Yeah. But I'm not allowed by you. So I'm going to have to tell God, I'm sorry. I'm, not <laughs> going I'm pretty sure God will overrule my plans. <laughs> that, that'll be one of those moments of God looking down on me like, how did that work out for you? And then I woke up the next day. <laughs> but... So yeah, I mean, it's it's I think it's something that a lot of people do kind of take for granted is family, the the people that they have, the the uh, what's the word for it, the things that they should be grateful for are expressing sort of gratitude towards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, and one of the things that you told me about how you had these lists of things, I started doing that, and uh, like as far as like who I need to pray for morning and night, like what's going on. And what I need to be grateful for. I started acknowledging God. Like, God, thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. Watch over these people. And, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it has changed my mindset quite a bit as far as, you know what? I could be way worse off than what I am. Absolutely. And I am grateful that I have what I have. And for whatever, whatever persons that were there that didn't think that. I'm not going to name it. I'm going to say what they were thinking. But whatever people thought bad or saying, who knows about Nick, welcome. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> and this is the real world. When you overcome things and you do things and then you use them the right, in the right way, uh, people, we're all going to listen to you. We want to hear more. Not only, not only more today or tomorrow. And then, no, I'm talking about 30 years down the road. Well, I'm, and I'm, I'm hoping I can... Like I said, I'm going to keep doing this for for forever. Because I do feel like it is a calling. And it's something that you have told me. 
my most recent lesson from most recent and important lesson from you mm-hmm. I mean you've given me shit tons of lessons that I try to keep in practice all the time but holy shit there was a fucking carnal that just flew by <laughs> <laughs> well you might have seen an eagle uh, or, not, or right here in my hat but anyway uh, but yeah there's there's other signs and, and there are many of them and the one one that I I, uh, I thank God about is that uh, your your physique your physique was a little bit out of shape. Yeah, uh, I mean, round was a shape. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> you, you can call it whatever you want to call it because I have plenty of brothers that are not in shape. Yeah. And I'm not in shape either. So before I judge anybody, before I say anything about anybody else, I look at myself mm-hmm. and I say, I got to work on this for me. Right, I'm, I'm doing the same thing for exactly. me. Exactly. So before I do anything for my kids, before this, because in this age, by the way, they're already telling me <laughs> stop this and stop that and whatever. So I do as much as I can, and with a real warm heart, doing it. Meaning, I don't wait for them to tell me. I want to see their kids. Yeah. I want to see their kids' kids. If God gives me that time, I can't do that without putting that focus that you're doing it today I can't I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now so I'm telling you just focus just stay on it hey I'm here next and next and next and let's do it again I don't care how long it is people can uh, grade you on on what we're doing right now and tell them to come over and sit with (laughs) us and see if we can stop talking (laughs) we won't we won't but that also again one thing I want to kind of finish up with is uh the greatest life lesson I think so far to this day that you have taught me oh tell me and it comes with this podcast and I'm not going to quit because I do feel like it is my calling yes there is no vacation from your vocation amen (laughs) and I remember when you told me that I'm like it clicked instantly I was like damn (laughs) that was it was what it's just a few words but it was like the deepest thing to reach into me. Like, there's no vacation from your vocation. No and I remember a little over a year ago, I think praying the... It's the greatest prayer, but yet the most dangerous prayer. Mm-hmm. I asked God, use me for what you want me to be here on this planet for. Okay. And then a few months later... My life got turned upside down and all the pain and realizing about my childhood trauma and then realizing about adult trauma and then going through what I'm going through even currently. Yeah. And I'm looking back like, damn God, did you really have to do all that? And then I have to think back of, you know what? I asked God to do this. And then one of the biggest signs for me was there's no vacation from your vocation. Exactly. So cheers to that. Cheers to that, Bubba. I love you. Love you too, and uh, thank you for being on. Oh, I'm loving it. Close it out here. We'll have many more conversations. Definitely gonna have you on here more. Uh, well, gonna be getting a new switchboard up apparently at some other point, so I can have more people on because I do want that to kind of grow, have better, yeah. better conversations. So we'll, we we don't have to get that professional, but I would love for you to get some in, input on uh, on this. Uh, how do you want to do it in? Uh, in a professional way yeah know that it's always going to be 
negative people. Oh yeah. Knowing there's always bashing people out there. Reason why I don't get into so much on the social media. And that's the big reason why I kind of. I don't know if you noticed. I took a break on Facebook. I'm still on a break on no, Facebook. I, I posted did. one thing in like that's months. It. That's it. And I was to support my buddy who has his own little channel going on. Yeah. So <laughs> and that was like the only thing I posted. And I'm like, all right, I'm off. <laughs> but know that whatever comes with, there will be those blocks. Yeah. There will be those blocks. There will be people that have uh, a bad intention. They do not have God around them. They don't have the support around them. But we have to do what? Listen. Mm-hmm. We have to listen to them. You can't change nobody. And I mean, lessons come in all yeah, all forms. Yeah. So even a, a negative person, you can still learn a lesson from that as well. Right. And every week, like you did it right now, let's say next week, who knows what happened to me mm-hmm. or to you or to anybody else that we are around. And then next week you have a conversation and somebody else has a different opinion or a, a different uh, scenario that changed to them too in a good way. Mm-hmm. You need to listen because you already set that plateau. You already told them it's okay to bring your voice yeah. here. And that's something that I'm never going to shy away from. I want to hear everybody's voice. Yes. You know, even if it's just critiquing or bashing like, oh, your podcast sucks. Like, okay, thank but you. But remember, we can't. We don't critique. Mm-hmm. I want to have. I'm sorry to say that. Are you good? We don't critique. We don't judge. We just try to help somebody. Yeah. Who wants to be listened? Yeah, and that's it. And where I'm getting at is, as far as like somebody who wants to like bash or just be like, oh, your your stuff sucks. Right. You know, these conversations are too long or whatever. Correct. It's like, okay, well, you good. don't have to. You don't have to listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, no big deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. not gonna sweat it. God bless you. But uh, you tell them, just God bless you, and, and keep on going. <laughs> but there will be maybe out of a hundred, you're gonna get twenty that all of a sudden, you know what? Let's get a group together, and and I like that that you mentioned this, or I like that, or let's change that, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you are now gonna be listening to the people you already put your word out, and that's the best thing you have. That's it. And as far as and we I can't, I, we can't help the ones that don't want to be helped. Exactly. And like on my first episode, I posted. Granted, probably the crappiest podcast ever. Why? But what happened? I knew it was it was horrible. Oh, was by yourself? <laughs> yeah, it was by myself, and okay. I recorded. That was like my I don't know how many times I recorded that one episode. Yeah. And I was like that last time. I was like, oh, I was gonna be it. Whatever this is, I'm gonna post it. It happened to be the worst one. Okay. My dog got. You know, got her squeak toy in the background. Never did a squeak toy yeah. during any of the other ones. This time, like, oh, let me go ahead and jingle my freaking collar. Let me yeah. play with my toys. Let me come right here by the microphone. Yeah. I'm like, well, this just went to shit. So, but I was like, I fucking, I'm posting it regardless. That's what I already told myself. And I did make a promise that I'm never going to stop. No. So, and I don't, I don't shy away from my promises. When I make a promise, yeah. it's, that's going to happen. T- I'm telling you right now, I, I told you earlier. I can't wait to see Sophia, see you talking, sitting right next to you, maybe playing too or whatever, <laughs> but get those pictures in her brain that she's going to say, look at my daddy. Eventually, she's going to find out what daddy had to go through and what daddy had to overcome and what daddy did about it without a schedule or anything other than thank you for the signs 
God. Thank you for the support, family. And the rest of it is up to you. Yeah. And she's going to say, you know, it's not that bad if I break my ankle playing soccer or whatever it is. Whatever she goes through, it's okay when you say that word. It's okay. We're going to get through this. Yeah. I'm going to get you. She's going to understand it then. I'm, that that will be my greatest accomplishment as far as I remember <sighs> so I told a certain person this told Rain nameless like if I can be a tenth of what my dad is mm. I'll consider that the greatest success of my life <laughs> honestly I mean obviously you know my dad so just a little bit there's <laughs> some big boots to fill <laughs> but yes. again if I can be a tenth of what my dad is and Sophia can see that greatest accomplishment of my life yes. so well I think on that we'll end it here uh, well, thank you for being on I love it gonna have you on many more times I amen uh, eventually I will get a bigger soundboard we'll have a shit ton more mics and maybe eventually I'll make a studio or something yes so we can have a good round table and people can show up or we can have guests other guests because I do have I do have plans on having other people on as well yeah uh, I think one of the next things I want to do is uh, about camaraderie in the workplace, yep. which is going to have my fellow brethren drivers in. So mm-hmm. that conversation will probably go sideways. You're going to bring it to the, uh, what's it called? My garage? Yeah. Uh, barros or barrios, uh, payasos. El barril de payasos. El barrio, barril de payasos. De payasos. Clowns barrels. Got the it. Clown barrel. Damn, I just uh, horribly spoke Spanish on this podcast. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> did right. But it's, it's a clown barrel. It's, mean, it's meant to be all of these cowboys or guys. It doesn't yeah, matter just, to be cowboys. Men. Yeah. Everybody. No, not men. Just ladies, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I do plan on having yeah. women on here as well. So Isabel. Uh, oh, my God. Mom. You put, you put my mom and your mom together. Oh, God. Have them go at it <laughs> and listen. I'm not kidding. Oh, no. That That's I why I'm laughing. I I'm actually <laughs> think that would be the ne- that should be the next one. Because, because they saw what happened and they're going to go like, hmm, how about not me? You know, <laughs> they got plenty to say and that, that would be your time to listen. I will have to be, no, I don't. I'm not going to be there. I'll, I'll have another microphone at that time. I got another one. I think it should already be delivered, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was actually already delivered. Well, so I was saying uh, I would like to be, a, what do you call it? The, the, a the, like, the, the, like the producer is like, okay, <laughs> we all have to go to the bathroom in the middle. The, the, the referee. Yeah. All right, time out, time out, time out. We're, we're done here. It's, uh, and don't edit this one because it's the truth. <laughs> Family matters. Every word from our family matters mm-hmm. and more when it comes to this kind of situations because they have the IQ, the history, and the emotional is, intelligence. And no, not only that, that blood that you have in your body right there, it's their blood that's as well. their blood. It came from they them. They just gave it to you. Yeah, exactly. So, God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for all being right. on. I love you, Papa. Love you, too. All right. And Let's thank you it. all for listening to another episode of the Men's Mental Health and Wellness Podcast with Alex Nava. God bless you. Y'all have a good day.